The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. We'll figure it out eventually. Welcome to World Class Bullshit, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks. With me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, unlike certain candy brands, I promise you, the vein in this main guy ain't ever leaving. Thank God we can all sleep soundly. <laughs> that man chuckling in the background is the last standing Samoan. Big rig, Nick Utah. Oh, God. The only thing I can say is hail, thud. Yeah. Hail it. Hail it all the way to the top. And finally... American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Mm. Jeff, today is a day. It's a hollowed day. It's a memorable day. It's a wonderful day. It's a day where you will sit there and ask yourself, where were you? Where were you? When you heard Roger Goodell say those magical words with the 10th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Patrick Mahomes, the second quarterback, Texas Tech. Amen. Amen, brother. Preach, brother. We have definitely seen some sunny days. Sunny days. Day. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Dion. Yeah, Dion. I love, I love when you do that. Dion becomes your hype man like immediately. I fucking love it. We're testifying. We are testifying in the book of Patrick at the shrine of the Messiah, the one true chosen quarterback to one lead the, the NFL to the promised land. That will lead the future of the NFL. He ain't a pretender like the rest of them. He's not a cheater like that dickhead in Tampa Bay. He's not a dinker and dunker. He's a gunslinger. The man you want behind your center, snapping that ball in that pistol formation or shotgun formation, whatever you run in that day, air raid offense all day. Have we won it all every time? No. Have we done it once? Yes, we have. Legacy? Selected. Blessed be, um, motherfucker. Blessed be. Amen. Testify, my brother. Testify. Uh, hell yeah. I'll play in. What day of the week was the draft? Like a Thursday? Thursday. Because I was here on the show. That's where I was. Actually, in 2017, Thursday, I would have been. Was what I've been for the podcast? No, I wasn't on the show yet because that was in the spring. So I was probably eagerly awaiting the podcast to come out. At around midnight that night to listen to it on either YouTube or The Bean, if you were on The Bean at that point, and uh, watching the draft and going, oh, shit, we drafted a quarterback. This has never happened in my lifetime. I hope he's some. I hope he's good. I was, was he good, Kendall? <laughs> oh, I was more than surprised, Jeff. More than surprised Ooh. and more than happy. Was he good, brother? Was he good? You better tell him, brother Kendo. You better tell him if he was good. MVP man. in his first full season in the league. Ooh. Ooh. God damn. Which is great because typically the first round was either over or almost over by the time the draft started. So it, it, it usually worked out pretty good. And I was like, damn, because I saw him at the Texas Tech. I watched the young Patrick Mahomes yes, with a cannon did. for an arm. A cannon, I tell you, lobbing it down the field down with a shitty team in Texas Tech, throwing touchdowns, 60, 70, 80 yards. And I said, damn, that shit's going to be good. And then, mm-hmm. lo and behold, years later, a young brother came on to the show and he said, listen, Brother Dion, you, you have pain in your heart. You have anguish in your soul, brother. Join me. Come to the kingdom. 
Come to the kingdom and bow down before the man we all have. He has delivered us. He has delivered us. And God damn it, it feels nice to finally root for a team that when their backs against the wall, their feet are to the coals. The burden is in their soul. They score touchdowns. Damn it. They score <laughs> touchdowns. And it feels oh so heavenly. Dion, where's the nation playing? I got 20 bucks right now. Where is it? What a great day. What a great day. What a great day. Banner day in the history of the kingdom. Amen. Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen. Wait, you said on this day in 2017, right? Correct. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the day Avengers Infinity. Wait, no, they're 2018. Shit. Damn it. Oh, I thought it could have been the most glorious day in history. That was the next day. Because I know it's around that because for whatever reason, I looked at my Facebook memories the other day, and it was the picture of Thanos. Uh, Thanos holding up the fucking glove with the two guys from the Olympics, the Black Power thing that uh, mm-hmm. a listener made for us. I was like, oh shit, dude, that's like, you know, we're in in game territory, but that's also Infinity War territory. So I know what I was doing on those days. The best meme that we've received, okay, not the, the absolute best, but one of the best is the Dilly Dilly one that you requested, Kendo. Oh god, the Dilly Dilly <laughs> one was great, and I don't know where it's at. It is somewhere. I have it saved on one of multiple different uh, hard drives that are filled full of movies and uh, TV shows that I don't know where they came from, but they've, they're they here, or they're on one of three different laptops. So the Dilly Dilly still exists somewhere. I just have to find it because that one was fantastic. It yeah. was. I don't know. Thanos is pretty high up there, too. Thanos. Oh, dude, the Thanos at the 1968 Olympics was brilliant as well. I was so a very him. big fan of that one, too. <laughs> When we write our book, our memoirs on WCVS history, those memes will both appear in the book. So, folks, make sure you guys oh, yeah. are following us. Maybe you'll get a shout-out on the memoir. Maybe Thank you, Dr. Nails. <laughs> we loved it when you gave us the Dilly Dilly meme and the Thanos, Thanos meme. It is a really great. Nick did 9-11. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, just right out the gate. Just Actually, I think I might test, uh, you know, not to get ahead of ourselves. I'm going to test court. New uh, shadow banning thing and see if it really is open. Nick did 9 11. <laughs> wow, and everyone got banned on Twitter. Jeez. Now, folks, tonight we're going to talk about Twitter. We're going to talk about all sorts of things. Uh, welcome to our new Twitter followers. Nick, what happens when you tweet about Elon Musk? You get hundreds of new followers overnight. Isn't that wonderful? Apparently so, man. Apparently so. When you, when you, you know, when, when you love, when you love Thud, people, you know, like, I, I guess they, they all, they all flock together, man. That's what happened. But yeah, we Dude. I think we gained like two hundred over over a night or something. I don't know what happened. I just yeah, it was crazy because <laughs> I looked at the number and it went. It was like it was like it was like fourteen point eight, and all of a sudden it was fifteen. I was like, oh, holy shit! It just people it went up memes. again. Yeah, man, people oh. love those memes, man. If you want to be entertained every couple of hours by WCBS, follow us on Twitter, World Class BS. You can also find us on Instagram, which we don't really post on too often. We have some shorts. We also have TikTok, which. I guess we're too old for. Nah, we'll use it. We <laughs> but we're trying, goddammit. We're trying. It's weird. The weird ones get hits over there. So whatever. We're not even going to try. Yeah, it was, dude, when, when, when I put up the first minute of your uh, Miss Marvel video, like everybody called you. <laughs> basically, basically, oh, you know, every, every bad name for a white guy and said, you live you live in your basement and you don't have a girlfriend. I'm just like, if only you knew. If only yeah. you knew. I'm not the kind of guy that wants to brag and do all this shit, but I'll say this. I don't live in a basement. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, no, but folks, we got all sorts of fun stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to talk even about Star Wars sooner than you think. But 
Before we get into any of the fun, fun, fun topics, let's start out by saying thank you to our new friend, uh, Kentaro, who just joined us over on Patreon. So folks, what you get over on Patreon is bonus content from WCBS, but you also get access to us. We can uh, help you guys promote your projects, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. But I wanted to thank our friend, uh, Kentaro, for joining us. We gave you guys a 90-minute hangover this week. Might have been a little longer, actually. And we also had a uh, a nice long episode. Um, oh, sorry, an interview from Ruby Soho that we just uploaded on YouTube. But that showed up on Patreon about a month ago. So, folks, yep, yep. make sure you guys follow us over there for early access content to cool, exclusive things. Uh, we keep getting new opportunities. And so we want to give you guys uh, chances to check those out with us. So follow us over there for all the coolest world-class bullshitters content. And as soon as I can get my shit together, I'm going to make a trailer and we are going to be on the membership program because why not? So guys, we've been talking about this book and I wanted to share it with you guys again. Uh, last week we talked about, excuse me, two weeks ago, I asked you guys if you had heard about this unmade Arnold Schwarzenegger crusade movie. Well, maybe you didn't get to watch the movie, but you can read assassins of the cross because it's a comedy that is just about that. Jerusalem has fallen. Young Robin is unable to get laid. He decides to join the army and kill people. Robin goes on crusade, serving as a lowly archer. The mission, free slaves. While serving, he befriends a man they say is possessed by a demon. After many exciting battles, Robin is trained as an assassin of the cross. When Robin heads home after the war, little does he imagine that his destiny, nor does he expect the war, will follow him there. And folks, if you like stuff like 1980s violence and sex, scenes of torture, medieval politics, religious themes, patricide, mental illness, theft, mass looting, perversity, and more, make sure you guys are checking out Assassins of the Cross. Check it out anywhere books are sold, reputable bookstores, um, booksellers, as they like to say in the ads. Who's your favorite reputable bookseller, Kendo? Uh, Hustler. <laughs> uh, located in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Wait, no, maybe not. He got shot in Cincinnati. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, he got uh, shot in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Larry Flint, RIP, bro. Is he dead? Yeah. Yes, he is. Oh. Yes, he is. He, he unfortunately died, I think, a year or two ago. Uh, it was it was sad because that 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 man was all about some free speech and he did he did some he did some uh, funny and 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 crazy things in his in his days. I watched the the documentary with Woody Harrelson recently and man he he had a time he had a he had a fucking time. Oh, people versus Larry Flint. Yeah, I fucking I fucking love that because like you know he wanted he wanted to he wanted to be Playboy but then he's like ah Playboy's you know nice and very artsy and things like that they're very highbrow and he's like fuck it i want to you know i, I don't want to be highbrow i want to be you know <laughs> i just want to be dirty and so he made yeah. hustler yeah the best part of the, sh the of that movie was uh an emaciated aids rat uh rattled uh courtney love drowning in a bathtub uh, fucking karen carpenter styles fantastic i agree that was the best part now do you guys want art to imitate life or excuse me life to imitate art for courtney or is that too dark to start the show out with i mean We've only just begun to hear. You and I mean, if it, if it, I mean, if, what did if, she if, do if, to you? Show me does, on the dollar she touched you. I mean, I mean, if it does happen, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna say that I'm that happy. You know. On, if on we wake up tomorrow sure. and find out that she shot herself in the head with a shotgun, I'm gonna be like, huh? Where have I heard this one before? That's the second person she's done that to. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm, well, <laughs> and, 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 then, and then that'll be the last one. Hey man, what? you know if uh, yeah if 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 you know if something happens to her, you know it it I guess I guess it was just you know it was just her time. It was just her time. Listen, watch well, watch the documentary soaked in bleach, and you will have no shadow of a doubt in your mind that that crazy bitch has something to do with killing 
Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah. 100%. Is that the one from 97 or 98? No, no that, that was, was something. Like that was Kurt and Courtney. 2016. Yeah. Okay. Soaked in Bleach is the recent one. The other one I think was just called Kurt and Courtney something or another. It had a tagline to go with it, and that was the one from like the 90s. But Soaked in Bleach is the one that came out, like Dion said, recently, like maybe five years ago. It's a little bit more uh, – what you say, Dion? In depth or um, um, objective, so to speak? Yeah. I'd say both of those are great ways to describe it. Uh, much more objective, <laughs> for sure. Not, 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 not kowtowing to the estate of uh, Kurt Cobain and trying to paint everything in a rosy light. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh oh man. man, yeah. I, I, I've, I've never ever liked her. Ever since I would see her on, on MTV, I'm just like, why is she always drunken or high? Like. You know, she can't keep her shit together ever. I'm just like, I, I guess she's, you know, dealing with, you know, the guilt of killing her boyfriend and nobody will ever know. So. I mean, yeah. they were married, so at least give them that respect. Yeah. <laughs> she's she was like, hey, Kurt, of all her shit. hey, Kurt, you know why I named the band Hole? You'll see. Done. No more topic talk. Let's just move on. That was great. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so folks, uh, you should come hang out with us. Come meet us, the world-class bullshitters. We promise we'll keep uh, all the Courtney Love talk to ourselves. But we'll be at Star Wars Celebration, and we want to give you a chance to come hang out at Star Wars Celebration as well. Now, we haven't finalized, correct, Kendo? We we haven't finalized the day of the competition. We've just finalized how to enter and when the deadline to enter is. Then let's tell the audience right now. All right, so folks, if you want to go to Star Wars Celebration, we can give you tickets to go. We have, Jeff, two tickets available? Two tickets to Paradise. That's right. We, thank you, Eddie Money. So we have two tickets. I wouldn't call it Paradise. It's Star Wars Celebration. Anyway, so we have um, two tickets that are available to Star Wars Celebration, and they can be yours for absolutely nothing. All you have to do is send us an email between now and midnight on Thursday, May 5th, with the subject line of Star Wars. It doesn't have to say, I want the tickets, Star Wars tickets, celebration tickets, just Star Wars. Just put Star Wars in that subject line. And what we will do is live on that show on May 5th, we will draw three names. Those three names will be the finalists in the contest to see who gets the tickets. And then over that weekend, whether it's the 6th, 7th, or 8th, we have to work that one out, we will have bullshit trivia. Winner of Bullshit Trivia, whichever one of these three guys wins Bullshit Trivia, playing for whoever it is they select to play for, that person will be contacted, and you will get two free tickets to Star Wars Celebration. No, Caesar Jorpin, it does not include airfare. We are cheap asses. You're buying your own way. <laughs> we already yeah. got you the tickets. What do you want? You want every fucking thing for free? No, you're getting the tickets. Yeah, they're valued at a couple hundred bucks, so yeah, fair. Yeah, man. But Darth yeah, Vader asked a very good question. Is there really anything to celebrate? That answer is no. But you can still go and you can hang out with Jeff and the guys and other people. Not me. I will not be there because I have some personal obligations to attend to that week that include yeah. Top Gun 2 and some other minor shit. But <laughs> literally minor shit. Right. So, but yes, no, you feel like that. <laughs> yes. But in all seriousness, if you're interested in trying to win two free tickets, email worldclassbs at mail.com. It's the best mail. Dot com. Thank you. 
and just in the subject line, just write <laughs> in the subject line, just write Star Wars. That's all you got to do. I will go through. I will check it multiple times a day for the next seven days. And the cutoff is that midnight into the fifth because I need to be able to take time throughout the day to put everybody's name on a list. So that way we I can randomly draw them to see who's going to play or who's going to get played for. And the guys will get to pick on the show. We're going to draw it live on the show. And then those guys will pick who, who they're going to represent. Um, and there you go. So that's all you got to do. Enter, win, have fun with world-class bullshitters every week yeah. here on YouTube and soon more platforms. Mm -hmm. So, guys, let's talk about the story that caught my attention because of how ridiculous it was. We've all, let me pull up a picture real quick. We've all had a Snickers before, correct? Yes. Yeah. Who haven't? True. It's the most well-known candy bar on the planet. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. So it's a very distinct looking candy bar. Let's share a picture of what a Snickers looks like. Chocolate, nougat, caramel, peanuts. It's a Snickers bar. It's America. But apparently there was talk that they were going to get rid of the iconic design. Now, we talk about food on the channel. It goes a little deeper than that. So I've, I wanted to share the veined version of the Snickers because as of late, there was a nice uh, post on social media that said they were getting rid of the vein and people freaked out. Now, I know people were upset because they're changing things they like, but today we found out the culprit of all this. Now, had you guys heard about this, the, uh, the Snickers deveining? Yes, very. <laughs> yeah. I had seen I had seen various headlines and like with with all kinds of weird names, and I'm just like, what the hell's going on right now? It this was... is a hundred percent news to me. But I can tell you that if you get those fun size Snickers that's got the individual letters on there, you can arrange certain letters on there on a desk really well. That will raise some fucking pulses once somebody sits down. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, so I won't. <laughs> All joking aside, though, um, this story has been tearing up the internet, and today it turned out it was nothing than a big troll job. Okay. Oh, that's so good. I love how I love how Fox News even got a hold of it. I was like, "The fuck is going on?" Well, it was created as fake news to fuck with right wing media outlets because people got upset that they changed the, uh, the M&M's design or something like that. So somebody went out of their way to make fake news and troll the entire internet. Isn't that weird? It's what the internet was for, baby. People yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's... A little bit too serious. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's weird, but also that you're, 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 you're so... Uh, that was your thing, and, and everybody, I, I, I guess it was a good idea because everybody grabbed onto it, and it was such a ridiculous idea, but... I mean, well, I mean what, what was it last year? They got rid of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, so... This just kind of this kind of this makes sense as well. So yeah, I mean it would be the reasoning. I'd be like, so like, what is the reasoning there? Like, if if I go into tomorrow to buy a Snickers bar and I'm not going to, but there's like no like veins to it, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, it still has peanuts and nougat and caramel, and I I feel more like myself after I had one. So you know that's great. But my question is, why? What what would be the point of getting rid? Is it because like. They're too phallic looking at that point. I don't know. <laughs> it always looked like a turd to me. Yeah. Not as much it's as a candy, candy bar. bar. They all look like shit. 
That's but, true. A baby, a baby Ruth looks probably well. Either that or what is it? A hundred grand looks looks like shit as well. I mean, you can use Baby Ruth to clear out a swimming pool. That's true. You can. That's true. You you totally can. <laughs> yeah, I just I just love that the people who didn't know that it was a troll job who who legitimately you know on Twitter's Twitter you know but people online who did get messed up. It's like this is this is how you know that we're living relatively in a nice time where. Yeah. So many people's concern in the world is, oh man, the Dick Vane and the Snickers bar is gone. Like that—that's how you know. When, when shit like, like that can mess up your day, you're living yep. a relatively charmed life. Yeah, exactly. No, you're you're hundred percent right. Like that—that that is a first world problem right there. It's like, oh goddamn, I had to take out the fucking vein from Snickers. I don't know what to do with myself right now. Yeah. <laughs> Normal people amongst us would be just like, okay, would they change anything else? It's still going to taste the same. Whatever. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, because Snickers are like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. It's gonna be smooth. All right. <laughs> It'll look it. just that, like that should be the extent of everyone's like, oh, that's fake, cool. But man, pe- oh, you that's the thing I love about it, is it pointing out who takes themselves way too fucking serious. But guys, what if I accidentally open the new Snickers and a new three musketeers bar? How am I gonna know the difference? Oh. <laughs> oh. The fucking wrapper that you opened. Or, or, so wait, know, hold on, hold, hold on. So what you're saying is you you put both bars on like the table and somehow you drop them and they land on the floor or somewhere else and you're just like, which one's which? At that point, yeah, it doesn't well, matter. You, you've opened up two fucking chocolate bars. You're gonna eat them both. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. Like, yeah. Do you, you have like a chocolate bar bat in order that you have to adhere to? <laughs> it's like, no, I've got to have the Snickers first because if I don't, it's just gonna fuck up my week. And it must look like it was dipped in actual chocolate, hence the dick veins. If I do not see the dick vein dipped in chocolate look, I'm rioting. <laughs> what a great thing to riot over. Like, you know, uh, workplace abuse, social <laughs> upheaval, the dick vein being removed from Snickers. Yeah. Welcome I'd to 2022. Yeah, no I'd shit. I'd love to see that interview, that man on the street thing. Some dude well, fires a fucking brick through a window and sets a place on fire. Sir, what, what what is your motivation here? Is it political? Nah, man, they took the dick vein out of the Snickers. Oh, Listen, okay. man, open up my Snickers. It was smooth. Right? I, I don't like it like that. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a Snickers or somebody snuck in a Three Musketeers or maybe even a Zero Bar. I don't want to fucking eat no Zero oh, Bar. Shit, man. Not a, not a fucking Zero Bar. Anything but what a Zero Bar. What is in a Zero Bar? Uh, zero <laughs> Bar is just like, Oh, Zero Bars, they're just, yeah, they're it's a white chocolate peanut butter bar type thing. They're not, they're not offensive or bad. They're just... Not my go-to. Yeah, when you want a Snickers and you get a zero bar, the definition of getting honey dicked. There you go, deal. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows chocolate best is served as dark as possible. <laughs> oh. So, Dion, let's yes. move on from chocolate candy bars. And the reason I picked you out is because it's time for you to pay up, buddy. <laughs> hey, the movie okay. has not come out yet. Uh... There's footage. <laughs> that doesn't matter. It has to come out. I, for, the, the, the dude, hey, 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 hey. I'm on. I'm on. My movie just got pushed. I owe yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm on Dion's side here. Like, th- this footage of Bigfoot as well. That don't mean shit. That's uh, right. I'm trying to hustle a hustler, baby. We got That movie has to be premiere. It's coming out tonight. People go and see it. They're like, hey, I want to see some over-the-top John Cameron shit. And it starts. I ain't paying, and I definitely ain't paying that motherfucker on a goddamn trailer. You can believe that shit. Yeah. Well, Dion, your bet was the movie was never coming out. It's coming out this December. There's been footage at CinemaCon. 
Uh, I just want to I want yet, the audience yeah. to know, folks. This is the bet. Dion bet a hundred bucks to Jesse that Avatar Two was never going to come out. This bet was made in 2019, as the film was in production. But we all just accepted Dion's bet because who wouldn't? You know what? I'm gonna bet Nick. You're gonna take this fucking bet. I bet you you're gonna give me a hundred dollars unless Doctor Strange comes out. Like you know whatever. Like, <laughs> all right. I mean, Nick, I would take that bet because Doctor Strange has not come out yet. There could always be a problem. <laughs> Look, and it has to be America. It's not China or Saudi Arabia where they're gonna not release the movie. We're talking domestically. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Dude, it still it still could happen, man. That movie is not hit theaters yet. Take that bet. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's like Dion, Dion. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to bet my head. You're game, still baby. winning. I'm still exactly. I'm I'm on I'm on the board right now. I'm still. Yeah, the other team got a couple points. We got a couple trailers. Whatever. But listen, I want to see Dion's, Dion's horse. Dion's horse is like you know half a lap behind, but that horse leading the race, no, the avatar I'm, coming no, out, no, could no, fall no, down and break his leg. Lap behind. Me, there are a lot of people that were sure that Russ was coming out. <laughs> just <that shot laughs> hmm. Hmm. Just saying. You know what? Dion's even more correct now because what happens if James Cameron shoots somebody? <laughs> <laughs> what if he commits that a hate crime? A, Everybody yeah, will pull his think. movie. They're just gonna say, "No, we are not gonna put this movie out." You mean you mean you mean a, an old white director says something racist? How how could that ever happen, Kendo? I mean, Twitter is all about free speech these days. <laughs> Wait, what? When did we get into the Twilight Zone? <laughs> James Cameron could be like, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. I can say everything I want. Let me say everything I've been thinking about the black people for the last 50 years. <laughs> and that could be it. <laughs> but James Cameron never Twitter. comes out. <laughs> I mean, he's made movies. Never mind. We'll, we'll look it. It's time to return to Pandora. Disney rolled out the first footage from James, Cam James Cameron's Avatar 2, the sequel to the sci-fi epic that once was the highest grossing movie in the world until Avengers Endgame came along. But then Avengers Endgame was beaten by Avatar's re-release. So thanks, Article, for not putting that in there. Now, Dion, I have great news. What's that? Sam, Sam Worthington is returning as Jake Sully, the human soldier who becomes the Navi. <laughs> Alongside Zoe Saldana is Nyetiri, but there are also loads of new faces Dude, popping I up. Feel from like... Falco to Michelle Yeoh to Kate Winslet, another James Cameron alum, Dion. She's been in the footage. She's here. Welcome to Avatar 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think James Cameron's pulling himself an old UA bowl. This is all a drug smuggling, drug money laundering scheme. Listen, I, I don't trust that motherfucker. I'm trying to tell you right now. Okay. Believe in Uncle Fair Dion. <laughs> I, I believe in Uncle Dion. He never... He never stepped in the wrong direction. Avatar now, 2 could little... still not come out. <laughs> now let's learn a little more about the film that might never come out, according to Dion. With the first Avatar, we set to push the limits of the big screen. With the new Avatar film, we're pushing those limits even farther with 3D Ooh. with high dynamic range, with high frame rate, higher resolution, and a much greater reality into our visual effects. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're, they're bringing back 3D for this bullshit? Oh, I ain't paying for this. Fuck Avatar. Yeah. Dion, Dion. Yes. I've got a great double and nothing for you. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> so you've already bet that Avatar 2 is never coming out. Right now we're still up in the air. It still may never come out. But if it does, double or nothing, there is references to the movie Titanic, or at least the Titanic by Kate Winslet in said movie. 
listen, if, if I were getting rumors of more punch laced with LSD, I might take that, but I'm just going to, I'm riding that. I'm, I'm riding that. So, Plus, I already got to hear so-and-so's mouth just in case I'm wrong come Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just hedging. I'm, I'm sticking with it. Okay. That's, I'm just going to say that was the double or nothing right there. Because, I mean, who's to say she isn't going to get fucking blue ass naked on the screen and go, Draw me like you draw your French girls. And then the fucking planet's going to sink and she's not going to get her fat ass <laughs> off the door. I don't know. Is, is, is Leo going to be in this one as, as well, covered in blue paint? It's a no, he's too smart for this shit. Thank God. He's uh, like, I'm I, a real also, actor. That's true. I also feel bad for Zoe Zaldana. She, she's, been, she's been green and blue for the past like two or three years now. Like it's, it must be just frustrating. To be hey, fair, though. In, no colors. Yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, she looked really good in green because it was just her and some makeup. It wasn't, like, completely CGI over her. That's true. Right. That's true. She looked weird as hell being all tall and shit and blue, but, you know, that's not her fault. No, it's true. Guys, I love I love also that that, that Sam Wedding, this is the only, he's been, he's been living on fucking James Cameron's couch for, like, ten years now just doing, this, doing these movies. That's all. Would you complain if that's all you got? Because Clash of the Titans shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> his whole career should the bed. James Cameron pays you a lot of money to stay on his couch and act in his movies. There's a chance you might get to see some Slambleton Hamilton fucking nudies. That's right. Uh, and yeah. plus, and plus, you're Sam Worthington. You don't have lines. All you do is yell the entire time. So Correct. really, life is pretty fucking good. And it, and Clash the Titans didn't make a bunch of money, but they made Wrath of the Titans, and that's what fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Plus, in the first movie, he actually got to you know meet real actors like Stephen Lang and get their autographs. <laughs> so here's the plot dion the film will introduce the offspring of jake and natiri as well as members of the met Kayina, a clan of navi that dwell around oceanic reefs that includes cliff curtis as met Kayina leader tonawari and winslet as the mysterious ronald spelled ronald without a d uh, he says, while I'm making a movie, it's working with actors that I find the most rewarding, Cameron said. It's been an amazing adventure to explore Pandora again with our friends Zoe Saldana, Sam Worthington, Sigourney Weaver, and Stephen Lang, not to mention our new cast. Uh, and this incredibly group of talented teenagers, all of whom quickly distinguish themselves in their role. Uh, there we go. And then the footage was just underwater, soaring midair shots, lots of Navi, but the focus was on the family. I have a serious question, though. I've got a Avatar. question too. Ask your question first because mine's going to go off on a tangent. Okay, good. Because so I did not watch the first one more than like five minutes before I said, This is fucking stupid. I'm going to the other room. Um, so this is about the kid that happened between the blue lady and the blue and the guy that wasn't a guy that wasn't a blue guy that became a blue guy, right? Wait, ask that again. Sorry. So this movie, it said the kid of the two people yeah. is that the is that the blue chick and the guy that became a blue guy? Yes. Now, was am I wrong in saying that he wasn't made into a blue guy? He was like a simulation or some shit like that, and he was like living in like a CGI blue guy body. No, that's what he, I remember. It was it was a body, so like they grew a body for him, and then like it, he, but to operate it, he was in this headset thing. But then that was the end of the movie. Was like they transferred his mind at the tree to the. To the and that's the end of the movie. Is his eyes opening up in the in the body because the body was made with like his twin brother genetics, but his twin brother died, and that's how he wheeled his ass into the movie. So, so he he should be straight blue man group in this movie. He's he okay. is 
uh, Natiri or whatever, or Navi, whatever. But but it's not like an authentic blue man body. It's it's a manufactured one, right? Correct, correct. So yes. how would he make a blue man person with this person? Because if they're different, they're like completely different species. Like you can't go fuck a month, like an orangutan or it's, something. Well, 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 it's not. It's it's, well, it's, they, they it's take it from their cousins. They, I guess they, from what I recall, they legitimately grew a body from using his brother's DNA and their the local DNA. So it's it's a legit. A, a, I'm guessing. Oh, That's weird. It's 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 a yeah. It's it, it's a biological clone, and it's not. It's not like a robotic robotic. Well, that's, you know, that, dude, that sounds uh, fucking stupid. It's like trying to bang somebody from another continent. I would never do such a thing. No, who would? <laughs> who would? It would never work. Uh, so, what's? Um, I just wanted to say this though about Avatar because I got. It's a serious question. Avatar made all of its money from being this gimmicky 3D movie that really isn't that good. Let's just fucking put it on the table. If you like Avatar, awesome. More power to you. Thanks for coming <clears throat> to the show. But let's analyze Avatar a little deeper. It's a it's a basic bitch of a movie. It has very little plot. It's essentially Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves or Fern Gully with CGI. They're selling yeah. me better CGI, 3D, higher frame rate. What is this, an Xbox? Like, you're selling me a video game. I'll go buy a video game and play it instead of this because we've reached a point where technology... Like, it's not a big deal to go see these wonderful worlds on screen anymore because every movie's got these wonderful worlds. It's just code in a computer at this point. This movie's going to look about as in as intense as the new Matrix movie. It looked nice, but it wasn't very good. Yeah. A, and yeah. I mean, that's not a, an unfair way of looking at it. I mean, you know, the, again, you know, and, and, it, and it looks great, right? You know, so it's, yeah, like you said, it's not necessarily groundbreaking the, the issue with avatar was always the story and it was just literally you know an a b a plus b equals c movie and there wasn't a whole lot of interesting stuff it was a lot of a retread of a movie and you know and then it you know besides the fact that the marketing was also off the fucking rails and then obviously they opened up a you know a pandora world at disney world and and, and all this other shit so you know avatar was like hey let's make a movie that looks awesome, but it's made in the computer, it's written in the computer, and it's cast by a computer. Like it's just, it's just one of those, you know, it's 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 just one of those movies that was made to to print money, you know. So you know, people, and again, that's not to say that you know, hey, you like it, that's that's cool, you know. But there's nothing about that movie that's specific to it. There's nothing about it that makes it necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, groundbreaking you know and and even the scope of the movie you know we've it, it didn't bring anything to the table and the proof in the pudding of that is who talks about avatar and how awesome it is yeah it made the most money i mean sure yeah it it, it it hedged its bets on the whole 3d thing but culturally speaking no one was you know no one was talking about how it changed how people look at film you're not gonna see anyone be like yeah man i fucking went to film school because i watched avatar like it's just you don't hear <laughs> yeah. about it James 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 thoughts on the matter i'll give you this okay um i'm, I'm looking at, at like the the you know the movies for that year and like you know how, how much money they made the top grossing movies i f i feel like up and which is in number three has more cultural significance it has had more cultural significance than avatar better fucking story yep. too uh, the Hangover, Star the new Star Trek that came out, that's in the Barber top. The, yeah, that, that's that's in the first, uh, the, the top ten. Um, the funny thing is that another Sam Worthington movie came out this year as well. It was uh, Terminator Salvation. <laughs> hmm. 
Yeah, that's weird. Um, so, like District oh, Nine, like yeah, District Nine that had more cultural significance. That character, that, that director had more cultural significance than, than this movie did. Hell, yeah, take the, ever... the first. The first Taken came out in 09. It's one of the best, the best movie. The bunch. Yeah, so, I mean, like movie. if 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 you look at the list of movies that came out that year, they had way more cultural significance than uh, this movie ha- has had. Yes, it made a lot of money. Yes, you know, it was it was a honey dick at the box office, and it was this whole big thing. But nobody remembers it. Nobody cares about the characters, the the costumes, the lore, none of that shit. Like you, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure you can buy all the toys for like all of them in one box for probably like ten or twelve bucks on eBay. Like, yeah, nobody wants was, them. I'll look that up right over, now. Yeah, I was gonna say it was an overhyped movie with a fucking gimmick. Is all it was. And you yeah. know what? I remember when this movie came out and all the people were screaming about how wonderful fucking uh, what was it called? Fucking Pandora or whatever it was called. Uh, and all the navy were, and they wish they were be them. We're gonna have to deal with that same shit all over again come December. The same people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, it's such a peaceful, wonderful place." It's like, bitch, it ain't real. No, it's not. I I'm upset though because James Cameron makes less interesting films. He used to be making Terminator and uh, The Abyss and uh, fucking I almost said Total Recall, but no, not Total Recall. True Lies. <laughs> he's, been, he's making even Titanic is somewhat interesting compared to Avatar. But, no, man, you, you, what, what he should have made, he should have making a, he should have made a True Lies two. In all honesty, I he should have made it. that you know like two, two, three, yeah. two, three years ago, not two three years ago, but you know or Titanic two. <laughs> yeah, where they raised the boat. Yeah. Oh my god! Just hey guys, movie that they created like forty years ago about raising the Titanic, except for make it you know more successful and it keeps good. They raised it and then we're like, all right, we're fucking we we raised it up, we patched it up, and we're gonna bring this baby into port like it's supposed to, and then it fucking hits a different iceberg and sinks again. And you're like, damn it! Well, now I got to make Titanic three. Nope. That would be the most James Cameron thing. Yeah, <laughs> the boat sinks again. You got to fucking raise it back up. Yo, well, uh, I mean, this is this is also the man who got to start making Piranha Two, Flying Piranha. Don't, ever, don't, don't anybody forget that, that was probably a fun movie. It is because like Piranha One was done by uh, Roger Corman, so Cameron went in there and did and did Part Two. So jokes on us. The Avatar toys all went up in value because nobody ever bought them. <laughs> Uh, the figures go for like forty dollars a piece. That's still not ah, bad, though. That's still not the bad. Scarcity thing. They're th- uh, they're three and three quarter inch. They look like shit, and they were like nine dollars when they came out. Why would anyone spend fifty eight dollars on James Cameron's Avatar, Jake Sully with Final Battle Warrior? Maybe they're only like raised up in price because people know the movie's coming out, and they're like, "Hey, if we jack these up now, once the movie hits, and people are all the fucking sex nuts and retard strong for this movie, we're gonna be all like, oh, I gotta have these action figures from the first one because yes, I haven't exactly tarted now. I missed the first one. I'm in on the second though. Oh, Dude, God. that you're not wrong about that train of thought though, because when Spider-Man came out, people were dropping serious money on like 2004 Spider-Man two action figures. I made a comment in a group about having a couple from back in the day. The guy's like, I'll give you $100 for one. People go nuts when a movie comes out. They just throw it, throw it, throw it. Like, I got to have everything from it. It's like, cool. Good for you. Um, but yeah, Avatar 2, Dion, be ready to throw that $100 away. And then yeah, I had Dion. Yeah. I, I see showtimes, motherfucker. D- Dion, <laughs> or James Cameron could say some stupid shit on the internet. We still got time. That's true. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to happen. I'm waiting for him to say something. Second, yes. I got it racist, racist or whatever. He could say something. He could get canceled. He could get spotted with a cabana boy. We don't know. There's always <laughs> no, a happen. with a cabana boy. 
He'll get in trouble. He'll get canceled. Elon Musk will buy Disney and re-release Avatar six weeks early just to fuck with Dion. <laughs> Turned out that Elon Musk is a huge fan of our show the entire time. I, I highly doubt that our favorite African Americans got that much money. I don't know, man. I don't know. If you can afford Twitter, you can afford Dion. He overpaid Dion. for Twitter. He overpaid for Twitter. <laughs> Well, that's that. That just shows you how much he wanted to force their hand into buying it. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Dion, do me a favor. Pick a number between one and sixty-nine, please. Uh, give me a solid uh five zero. So, folks, we have a bunch of super chats tonight. So we're going to read some of those now and keep this show rolling. Uh, first, we'd like to thank Cesario Japan or Caesar Jorpin, as he's known. He says, "Funny Twitter banning the Babylon Bee and Elon Musk taking notice and talking to them about, or t- talking to them about it, triggered the most expensive act of censorship ever." <laughs> I don't realize that's how it started, or the oh, most man. expensive act of trolling the shit out of people ever. Dude, he's trolling the fuck out of Bill Gates right now. It's hilarious. Dude, he's trolling. He's trolling Bezos too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, he's trolling. I mean, he's actually he's also trolling the people like the head, like the higher ups at Twitter as well, too, inadvertently, but also, you know, intentionally by buying the company because those people were fucking wigging out. And it is amazing. I heard uh, the lawyer cried. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer, the lawyer cried when talking about, dude, there's a lot of people right now at Twitter that were very happy fucking sitting around all day on those fucking big ass like rubber balls that people sit on at like therapy and shit like that, you know, playing with their little fucking wireless computer laptops and fucking keyboards and just screamed about all the things that they were doing. And then Elon Musk walks in, fucking pulls his big dick out and just slaps it on the table. And all these people are fucking freaking out because they're about to have no jobs. It is awesome. (laughs) Oh man. I love it. Now folks, uh, Thank you, Cesario Japan, that we were going to get, like I said, we were going to talk about Elon Musk as a full topic in just a few moments. Shrebels08 says, the word of the day is dookie. Amber does dookie. How Amber got her dookie back in Star Wars, The Rise of Dookie. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, say. before one thing, Kendra, before we get into the, the topics, folks, what we're going to be doing with these words of the day is we're going to reset the counter. We're going to pick some fun words, and then we're going to put some film title shirts out there. So we'll have a vote. So let's say we do Dookie and we do Hot Tub Dookie Machine. I would make a Hot Tub Dookie Machine shirt in the style of Hot Tub Time Machine. And it would be for those in the know. So that's what we're going to eventually do with Word of the Day. So we'll make the official announcement when the words have been reset. And if you used butt or poop or dungus or whatever, dong, reuse it. Because The Day the Dong Stood Still is a good film title. Do you think Keanu Reeves was born that? (laughs) Probably. I don't know. It's got to be better than the Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> mm, uh, SA Troubles 08 says, uh, also, oh wait, guys, what do you got for your Dookie titles? Uh, a Fistful of Dookie. A, f- a few Dookies more. Yeah. Is this a Green Day Field album? The band the Dookie. Field of Dookie. Uh, Dookie <laughs> was a Green Day album. It was the first one to put them on the map. They had two before that, but that was the one that hit them, hit them into the mainstream, and then they went fucking weird. You have a favorite Green Day song? Uh, mm, no. Me neither. I don't like Green Day. I used to, like back in my 
early teenage angst years, I was like, Green Day is awesome. I like Green Day. And then I got a little bit older and somebody's like, hey, check out this album. It's from a band called Megadeth. And my life changed. I'm like, Green Day, they suck. I don't know. When 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 Bush was president, they, they went a little hard in the paint in that in that yep. area. And I was kind of like, yeah. really? This is what we're going to have for the for the next little bit? Oh, God. Yeah, their way of fighting for democracy and, and the right side of thinking was put on guy liner and skinny jeans. It's like, yeah, that's not a winning <laughs> formula, boys. And then charge no. more for all their shit. Yeah, yeah. that's how we're going to fight the power. I just, I was so tired of American Idiot, it made me want to puke. If I hear fucking Boulevard of Oh Urban my Dream God, dude. That, oh, I fucking hate that album so much because of that bullshit. Oh, jeez. Yeah, wake me up when September ends. No, wake me up when they're all dead and they're not going to make bad music anymore. Well, I don't think they've made an album in like a decade, so. Good. <laughs> We're okay. Now, SA Troubles Await also asks for the Joe Rogan battle shits and the Joe Rogan highest fuck, please. Well, ask and you shall receive here on uh wcbs so first off you wanted the joe rogan experience so here you go did you see so have you ever done dmt love it and then the joe rogan highest fuck you asked imagine if you gave a white supremacist five meo dmt and then as the first one as they're exhaling Yeah. 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 I thought of another film title, A Dookie in Connecticut. Mm. We've never done a haunting in Connecticut, so. It's a good one. It's a good one. I like Judge Dookie more. I do too. <laughs> How about Paul Blart Mall Dookie? That's or a good Dookie one. Cop. <laughs> Haunting of Connecticut is, is is actually a really good movie. That's one of my favorites. The girl with the dookie tattoo is your favorite movie? No, <laughs> Haunting Haunting in Connecticut. The girl with the dookie tattoo. Oh God! A haunting in the dookie. <laughs> That's a way different movie. Yeah, Whoa. that just sounds that just sounds like some really dumb angsty girl getting a tattoo to like you know fuck with her parents and then she gets like the shit emoji. <laughs> Like that's what she gets. Dude, the All fucking right. fucked up part is I guarantee there are some of those that exist out there. All right, guys, you meet your dream woman. She's got everything. The perfect look, the body. She's cool, but she's got a tramp stamp of a turd. Do you keep her? How much does she bring home a year? <laughs> Them sugar walls. You make. She brings the sugar the sugar walls home. If that's if 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 that's okay now 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 can I can I make her or or have her remove it is that that's the other question No this isn't weird science dude you got to look at that dookie tattoo every single day uh, uh, I, I, if, if that's literally it I'm I'm okay Yeah I, I, I agree with that depending <laughs> yeah, on her the... job if She's fucking frying up you know burgers and McDonald's and be like what if it's Whataburger? Probably do this. Oh, it's Whataburger. Yeah, never mind. All bets are off. <laughs> like, honey, you work at Whataburger, and I love you. Now, TLJ Screwjob has a really good question. He says, "I've asked you guys why we should watch your worst movies, but why should people not watch your favorite movies?" This is a good question, and it's kind of oh. hard. Well, um, the easy answer. What? What's your answer? Well, the easy answer is. Don't watch my favorite movies because you might not like it as much as I do, and then that'll be a point of contention between the two of us. 
That's a good one. Yeah. That's a decent reason. I don't think people, honestly, here's reasons why you shouldn't watch some of my favorite movies. If you're of a certain age and you don't like shit from the past, you should not watch old movies like Back to the Future and Beverly Hills Cop. You shouldn't watch movies like Batman 89. You shouldn't watch movies that were made before the modern era that you may not like because, well, they were made poorly back then. No. These movies were at the forefront of technology. Shit changes. I'm of the age of the digital age. I grew up uh, in the 90s, so Jurassic Park was practical and CGI. But I would honestly say that to certain people. Like, I would tell, like, a... I don't know if somebody comes up to the table and starts talking to us and I'm, you know, they're, they're of a certain age. I tell them not to watch Beverly Hills cop and all this shit. Cause I just don't think it's for everybody. You interact with a lot of people at these shows and stuff and you see how different people can truly be from you. And TLJ Screwjob, I actually like that question because it would never be why my favorite movies suck. It's why I just, you know, it might not be for you. Is my whole thesis? Yeah, the, yeah. With yeah, if, if there's if there's a big generational gap, then yeah, they won't get it. They won't understand the references, and they won't like it because it's not new and shiny like the the Marvel movies are. Yeah. Well, dude, it, speaking of Marvel movies, Spider Man just got censored because that uh, homophobic line was offensive. The bone saw line. That's why I pressed the bone oh, saw button tonight. Oh god. Yeah, I, I saw and, that. And it made me think of this post I had seen on Facebook where. A woman said, oh, I showed my kid the Breakfast Club, not Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, and it was the whole thing about, oh, it's a story about a girl that gets drunk and raped and all this shit. And it was like, people are just over, you, like the younger generation, like they'll overanalyze the story or look too deep into yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't, like, like I wouldn't, I, yeah, I wouldn't even show this, this current generation Animal House. Like, they would fucking get triggered real hard from it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, because they wouldn't understand, like, how fucking college was back then. And, like, this is a joke. Or right. how college is now if you go to the right parts of college. That's true. That's I true. mean, Dion and I lived some Animal House shit in college. Yeah, Nobody died. so did I. Nobody <laughs> yeah. cared. Yeah, and yeah, and, and, great and, times, it, man. yeah, and 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 it probably died with you guys after that. Everything went fucking terrible. We are the reason everything died, Dion. <laughs> We're just gonna have to go back to college. We're gonna have to bring it back. So that is an we- idea I have kicking around in my head for stories. I know, but I'm thinking for like real life, we should look into that. We should just go back to school, <laughs> say, fuck it. We all, you know, we want to be undergraduates again. I don't care that we have, you know, we should be in grad school. We want to be undergraduates again. And then we just go to like a really cool place like ASU or something like that, like a party school. And, uh, you know, be like, guys, this is how you're supposed to party. You don't sit around drinking, you know, weird, you know, juice concoctions and talking about your feelings. You get fucking hammered, you play games and you try to, you know, pick up chicks. Are we making old so, school? So it's basically so it's basically going to be going to be our version of, of beer fest in a weird way. Yeah, but we're gonna show like this new generation how it's a be like you guys are fucking missing out on your college experience. College is not about you know going away from home for the first time ever, away from your parents and bitching about your feelings. College is about or, going or, away or from your parents or, 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 and or, fucking or, going nuts and yeah, enjoying or, or, the or shit bitching. out of it. Or, or, or bitching about, you know, all the world's problems at once and just having that weigh on you while you try to do your fucking classes. It's like, that's not, that's not fucking college. Yeah, Sorry. so are we, gonna get, are we gonna dig up Rodney Dangerfield for this movie? Oh, shit. Uh, yes, is that a question? Shit. I mean, there, there's Rodney's home, plenty of home depots. We can get some shovels. Yeah, I'm... Jeez. Look, I know it's very similar to... Uh, uh, well, that's, he said that's the plot of old school. I was thinking he said back to school. I was thinking, like, wait, is that the plot of back to school as well? Kind of. if we were... If we were to do our own spin on Back to School, would you want to cast Robert Downey Jr. in it since yes. he's the original one? Yes. <laughs> I think it'd be really fucking funny to have Robert Downey Jr. in a movie where he's like 
obviously the side character, but you know, he's the biggest star in the world. So every time the camera gets ready to pan to him and the audience is ready to hear him talk, like the other character cuts him off. I think people would like that. I'd laugh. <laughs> I don't know. But if our idea of saving colleges is the same as the plot to old school, it just shows that that another fucking Luke Wilson movie from the mid 2000s was prophetic about the times that were coming. Yeah. That colleges are going fucking stupid as shit and people don't know how to do college right anymore. So wait, is the, is is the one about him and Will Ferrell, like being old and getting jobs at Google kind of the same thing as well. That's Vince Vaughn. Oh, that's Vince Vaughn. Okay. I get him. I, oh, that was them going to Google, right? Yeah, yeah. That trailer sucked. It was. It, it did not look terrible. a good movie at all. <laughs> no. So, uh, a few more. Then we're going to start talking about Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter, and everything feels a little different these days now. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, though, thank you very much for that. By the way, I think it's Mycroft Holmes in the chat. Yeah, I did say Beverly Hills Cop is an old movie. That's what people would say, and what I. And I guess I'll rephrase it because when I'm talking to this younger generation in hypothetical, hypothetical, excuse me, uh, I wouldn't show any the younger generation any of my favorite movies that aren't from the 90s on because like I interact with people that are about 15, 16 in my family. And when you talk about certain things, they kind of act like Tom Holland in Civil War when he's like, you ever heard of that old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? And you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> that movie was Dude, really- you couldn't you couldn't even show this current generation porkies. Like they wouldn't understand it. I mean, to they be fair. You know, Beverly Hills Cop is 38 years old. It's kind of an old movie at this point. Yeah, I agree. Oh, you know what else they couldn't make today or people would get offended by is Revenge of the Nerds. One hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't show you couldn't show them that, and like I, I, I feel bad because I love both those movies. the The first two are fucking amazing. They're so good. Mm-hmm. You know, folks, if you want to hear us talk about Revenge of the Nerds, we have a commentary over on our Patreon page. We do listen to that. I think we get pretty drunk for that too, don't we, boys? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yep, we, we did. That's how we do it. Now. Our friend Primer, thank you very much, says, bit of a non sequitur, but a sneak peek of Avatar 2 premiered at CinemaCon. The official title, I'm glad I didn't read this one, is Avatar The Way of Water. It's still scheduled for a December 2022 release. Jesse's getting paid, Dion. Shit, it's not bad that we just figured out the name of it fucking eight months away, but that's cool, dude. Hey, it ain't out yet. Well, come this <laughs> December, Dion. Listen, man, DC DC recently pushed back a bunch of their movies too. Okay, like I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just exactly. Saying. I'm just saying. Right. Now, for the audience, I'm on Dion's side. I don't want Jesse to get paid. I want there to be some kind of cosmic event where James Cameron av- Avatar. Oh, don't worry, I'm sure the audience is on my side too. <laughs> yeah, what? yeah. Can they? Yeah, can 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 somebody get some of their hacker friends over over you know over to do something and just delete the video off of like you know? Yeah. Hey, North Korea, what you doing? I, I got a job for you. I'm gonna make a Twitter <laughs> poll right now to see whose side the audience is on. Please do, please do. Make sure, make sure you make it like like a week long or something. I will. Pretty sure the audience would not be upset if I didn't have to pay Jesse. <laughs> no, not at all. And I want. Hold on, if you have these hacker friends that are going to go delete the code, maybe they could program us into the movie. So, like, randomly, when people in, like, I don't know, Idaho are going to see Avatar 2 in early January, like, a WCVS commercial pops up. That would be funny. That would be hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, The Physics Channel with Kenny Lee, even though this isn't a super chat, he says, this generation can't handle 70s through 90s movies. No, man. No. No. 
doesn't it feel weird saying this as we're still on the younger side of life? You know, or nobody's 35 yet, right? No. No. Luckily, not me. So, yeah, me neither. But my point is, dude, like, it's it's weird. Like, if you're, if, uh, let's say a younger person's like, I want to, I want you to show me a movie that you think I'll like, I, of my personal favorites, I might put on, like, Avengers Infinity War or something for him to like and this is and I'm talking like an older teenager too. I basically treat him like a kid where it's like, oh, you want this whatever movie, I'm gonna sit you down and put you in front of an Avengers movie. Because like even the most basic stuff seems offensive or they're just not getting it anymore. Like you brought up Animal House. Look at the Blues Brothers. You couldn't make the Blues Brothers because the Shit, Illinois yeah. Nazi part would offend people. That's true. That's very true. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Um uh, Primer, thank you very much, though. Samurai Vader says, hello, Dion. How are you, my snicker? Ow, my leg. That definitely would warrant a, a leg kick. A Shawn Michaels style? Oh, wait, no. Dude, love. Sweet shin music. <laughs> Primer says, All right, poll is live. <laughs> All right, so what, 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 is, what is the Twitter poll exactly, uh, Kendall? <clears throat> so the uh, Twitter poll says, who do you want to see win in Dion's bet with at Jesse Milestone over whether or not hashtag Avatar 2 will ever be released? Parentheses, note, this bet is for $100 and made during Avatar 2 going into production. Your choices are Dion, it isn't coming out, or Jesse, it's coming out. Wait, is, did you did you hit send yet? Yeah. Oh, damn, you should have put for Jesse's quote, pay me, bitch. <laughs> Jesse can, I've tagged her in the tweet. She can just read, she can fucking get into that on her own and just, you know, tweet oh, yeah. at Dion, pay me, bitch. So I'm going to go ahead and vote for Dion. It's not coming out. I, I'm on his side here. Let's see, where is that? <laughs> I am on Dion's side because I don't want Avatar yep, to come out. I want something bad to happen to where this movie just. People's can't champion. Out. Doesn't matter if I get the gold, baby. I'm the people's champ. <laughs> You're. You're not the rock. <laughs> Don't lie Damn. to yourself. Don't oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. I'm on Dion's side for the simple principle of bros for hoes. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if me and the old lady got into a contested divorce, I'd hope you guys would take my side as well. So oh, of course, of course. Every every time, man. Every time. Yeah, or in any disagreement the two of us ever had, I want you to be on my side, regardless of whether or not I am wrong. Kendall, we're not, we're not we're not putting that bad juju on you this early in your in your pops career. But I will say, if I gotta choose before, if I'm going with mom or dad, I'm picking dad in this case. Thank you. Same. That's that's for sure. Yeah, you definitely want to pick dad in this case. Yeah. So so that, that that's all I'm saying is, am I am I saying that I really want Avatar two not to come out? That's part of it. I don't really care. I got no dog in the fight. But Dion's my friend, and I I got his back. Yeah, yeah, I already, I already voted for you in the, in the poll, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with it. But People yeah, shit. People shit. Are yeah, we I'm going down with Dion at his hypothetical Titanic. <laughs> are we? We're, we're the fucking four, the violin players, and Avatar. The opening screen comes on and the music starts, and the four of us are just playing, going down in the water. God damn it! Yeah, look, it's been an honor, gentlemen. This doesn't count. This doesn't count. The whole movie hasn't shown yet. Hey, Dion, do you want to? Do you want to go see this movie? I'll be in town for uh, New Year's. I mean, we might as well. But you should take just, us all to the movie. Just, just Jeff. If if the movie comes out this year, and you do go see it, make sure you videotape uh, Dion Payne Jesse. Oh, I will. It'll be well documented. That's all I want. 
Dion, you truly are the king of the world. Listen, people's champion. Don't ever forget it. Yeah, so folks, uh, go to our go go to our Twitter and 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 please vote and also retweet the <laughs> the question as well. Yeah, yeah. Now let's start talking about Elon Musk since we keep talking about all this Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, I haven't talked about social media this much ever, even when we were in college and I was on Facebook way more. I've never spent as much time talking about social media as I have this week because Elon Musk, the world's richest man, has bought Twitter for forty-four. Mm-hmm billion dollars and it's been glorious i don't have a stake in twitter i don't own the stock i don't do blah 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 i'm not a part of it but we are affected by the bullshit that twitter has created the cesspool the hole that it still is uh Mm. because it hasn't been fixed yet it's just been two days but i'm taking the approach that this is good for us at least on this channel because we've dealt with twitter fuckery and the bullshit the very vague terms i'm hoping to get uh you know a new day on Twitter for us. I mean, yeah, it's, um, yeah, man, definitely. It, 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 I think everyone that has a sense of humor can agree that it is hilarious watching so many people freak out about yeah. Elon buying Twitter. Right? That 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 shit is unbelievably funny. You know, the people whose allegiances blow in the wind. Right? You know, obviously we we've been around with. <laughs> the recent Joe Rogan stuff, you know, and, you know, people conveniently forgot that, you know, five, six, seven years ago, he was on shows like the young Turks. Right. So, you know, he stopped being the flavor of the month. People were mad at him, you know, and then obviously people, you know, being mad at the, at the Babylon B this, that, and the other thing. Right. So to see, you know, especially when Elon got, got, you know, very um, verbal about Twitter and, and uh, you know, and then Twitter didn't help itself in any way, shape or form. So it's to see all those people react when he was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking put in a, a a price for Twitter. He got it together, made an offer, and apparently they accepted it. To see that is undoubtedly fucking hilarious. Unbelievably fucking hilarious. We were talking about earlier about people taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, damn, man. Twitter has been hilarious for those of us who think all this shit is hilarious. Now, Dion. Yes. Uh, let's start. I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask Nick and Kendo this question as well. What were your initial thoughts when the news broke? Uh, Elon is playing these fools. He's going to make a lot of fucking money. Nick. Um, I think, I think he bought it at a really good time because they're starting to do a lot of stuff with it. They wanted to, um, you know, kind of rival clubhouse with spaces and they they have their own like um uh what was it their membership program as well super followers you can t- you they're trying to get tips going through it as well they have a newsletter thing as well for you know also super followers and people who follow who, who pay to follow um certain accounts so i think he bought it at a really good time when like you know twitter's slowly building the creator economy and with him owning it hopefully with him owning it he still goes that direction but even in like a a better way and makes it you know makes it rival every other uh, social media platform to where, you know, create you, people can really create and really get paid for it properly instead of this like bullshit 50, you know, 55, 45% bullshit. And then like, Oh, only this much. And we take out so much out of this and this, that, the other. So it's kind of like, I hope he refines that to a point where it it becomes um, a thing to become a Twitter, you know, influencer or somebody on there to actually make money on. And I hope that he's transparent with the algorithm and a bunch of other stuff as well going forward but you know we'll, we'll see i do too <clears throat> uh kendo your initial thoughts 
Um, I got my bucket ready so I could catch all the fucking tears because I knew they were going to be hilarious. I'm like, this is going to be amazing because I have seen the 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 evolution of the musk, if you will, where he was the darling of one specific side of the table. And slowly he's turned into be this evil, bad, horrible person just because – he does a couple things that they don't like, even though he's done a bunch of things they do like. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be glorious. Let me start sharpening the knives. Funny how that works out, isn't it? Right. Uh, dude. I, well, well, one thing one thing I love, I remember there's a documentary about him on, on Netflix, I think, about you know him starting SpaceX. Where in the beginning, like, you know, everything kept exploding off the launch pad and he couldn't get them to land correctly and all this other stuff. And everyone's like, there's no way you'll be able to make a reusable rocket that comes back down to earth under power and land perfectly. And he's like, he's like, watch me, bitch. Well, and he NASA did. did it. <laughs> NASA did. NASA did it, but it cost some billions of dollars. He did it. Like he did it like in a ridiculous, at a ridiculous reduction. And, no. and by doing so, he's even charged NASA less. So the space program is even like cheaper now because of him. He saved nice. America so much money by going through his, like, you know, by going through SpaceX. That's kind of one of those private enterprises versus government bureaucracy nonsense things, but yes, I, I yes, yeah, um, and I mean, I, I, well, and you know, and I think, I, I think a billionaire, you know, owning one of these companies is, you know, it's just like it's been par for course. Like you have Microsoft owns, you know, they have they have MSNBC, and then Bezos has the Washington Post. So Musk getting Twitter is kind of like you know, it's it's how these things go. I didn't realize that Musk was a co-founder of PayPal. Yep, that was. I, I use PayPal every day. I didn't yeah, realize yeah, that. Yeah, because yeah. I think yeah, because I think when, um, yeah, he he sold the shares or got out somehow, and he had a bunch of money left over, and he's like, "I'm gonna go to space." <laughs> yeah, which I love how that like just really pissed people off. It's like. Him and Bezos, they all had their like their fucking dick rockets to go to race each other into space, and suddenly everybody got all pissed off because space was no longer this glorious thing. And what these people did with their own private money was never was was so now such a big deal. It's because like they should be feeding the hungry with this money. It's like it's their. Oh fucking my god, money. that's no, no, no. That's no. That, I remember that. I remember that thing a couple days ago. Where it's like oh, forty-four billion dollars. How many hungry could you feed? It's like. And, and and they were all blue check marks. I was like, "How about you give some? How about, how about since you have extra money, you give it to the fucking hungry? Go give it to a, a food bank in your area." Do um, some of that because it's more important that they say it on Twitter than actually do it, Nick. Okay, I one hundred percent. It's it's about the message that you put out there, not the actions that you do. Yeah, yeah, and and therein lies the problem. It's like, yeah, yeah, blame him for not for not feeding the fucking hungry. Like he employs a lot of people. That's the, the that's what he does. He employs a lot of people, gives them jobs, gives them well paying jobs. I mean, come on now. His 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 companies are growing constantly. But Nick, you pay more taxes than Elon Musk does. Actually, he paid eight billion taxes, eight billion dollars in tax. I think last year or this year. Hey, hey, you're not supposed to say that part out loud. You're just <laughs> supposed to go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's a bad because yeah, he sold. Yeah, he sold some shares and he made some money and he had to pay. And then I love when I love when that came 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 to light. And then everyone's like, "Oh, why did you pay more?" It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They don't have it, so they're mad. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can always send the IRS more money. They're not going to get upset about that. They're going to be like, "Oh, thank no. you." Yeah. Well, then, well, well, then you need to be mad at the government for spending it properly. Then be mad at them for not, you know, not putting it where it needs to go. Then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah. Now, what do you guys? 
I mean, obviously we're talking about some of the reactions and I've seen tons and tons of great ones, but do you think the conversation's been, who's he going to bring back? Who's the band people that are going to get reinstated on Twitter? You think you're going to see Donald Trump and all these people that have been previously banned, or do you think it's going to just stay the same way it is now? He's definitely going to bring people back. I mean, he, like I oh, said, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. You know, Elon likes fucking money. You know, you know, I know, <laughs> you know the, the, the the thing that's just as funny about people who are so mad about it is everyone that's like, he's he loves free speech. No, motherfucker, he likes billions of fucking dollars, and. You know, he's going to do what, you know, if that means bringing certain people back to the platform so that their followers come back, that he that he brings back all those people that got banned so that advertisers come back to Twitter so he can make money and eventually, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next year, but eventually fucking get rid of it and sell it off. That's exactly what he's going to fucking do. You know, oh, the yeah. dude, you know he's he's. You know, if, if 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 Vince McMahon had long term, a little bit better long term strategy, he'd, he'd be a lot closer to Elon Musk. You know, the dude, <laughs> he might not bring them all back, but he's bringing just enough back to where people bring those damn accounts back, so he can make some motherfucking coins, son. Yeah, right. And um, and the, here here's the funny thing: according to the numbers, there are more daily users on Snapchat than on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, no, he 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 saw Twitter was at a vulnerable position, and he's like, I can get it for this price, and I guarantee you, in X number of years, five or whatever, it's gonna be worth this much, and then I can sell it because <laughs> that's all this is. And this it's one of my favorite things is like you're seeing like all these people post these like messages on Twitter that uh, you know would have gotten them banned or suspended not too long ago, and all these other people are like I suddenly gained like twenty thousand people, and people are like, oh, that's because. You know, now that democracy is dead, the fucking right wing is coming back to Twitter. It's like, no, it's probably because there's a lot of fucking paper shredding going on at Twitter headquarters because they don't want this, you know, the people to finally get transparency and see what's been going on and how they've been fucking with the algorithm to screw over as many people as they want. Whoever they decide they want to fuck is who's they're deciding they're going to fuck. It doesn't matter political allegiance. All you got to do is say something they don't like. Yeah, and 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 also, I, th- I think this was the the bastion of the SJWs and things like that. You know, Twitter has been for the past uh, five or six years, and I think um, seeing seeing it bought by him and seeing them freak out, just oh, it's I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you, Kendo. I'm, I'm I'm catching those tears in the bucket, man. It's yeah, it's it's glorious. When he came out and said pronouns suck, you know he pissed off a substantial amount of Twitter users. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, Twitter has been a goldmine for a lot of takes here on YouTube. We've talked about it for years. We've had Twitter battles. We're not really that kind of a channel to get into that shit. Other channels that we're friends with definitely have. It's been entertaining to watch Ethan go into Twitter battles with people. And a lot of people like Cecil have been banned on Twitter for crazy shit. I, you know, I want like our buddy Pete. Uh, he's had a lot of bans too. I know mostly from the old book. But I want to. Yeah, he should. He, spends, he spends a lot of time in Zuckerberg Penitentiary, not so much in the fucking Twitter yeah. principle. Well, I mean, and and, and 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 even then, like you know, fucking Facebook is dying. What is it? They they lost they lost so much money and so many subscribers um, a few months ago. That was that's what they reported on. And it's like if if um, if Elon can fucking you know uh, <laughs> like defibrillate fucking Twitter and make it into a thing again and make it viable and make it fun and make it good. Then, every, then all the other social media play, platforms are going to crap their pants. Yeah. Which, by the way, that, that brings up a very fun point. Everyone is uh, all pissy about Elon Musk buying Twitter and saying that's the end of democracy and free speech. Too much power in one person's hand. But they don't say anything about Zuckerberg. 
Yeah. Hmm. I wonder who's been, why. Who's, who's been selling our data since fucking like what? Oh, oh seven, oh eight. Getting, to be fair, Facebook has been getting a lot of flag here lately. They do. They deserve it. They, they, and, they deserve, they deserve it. But they Absolutely. don't go as hard in every fucking second him. of it. Right. You know, Facebook is. is no one's called you know, Zuckerberg a white supremacist. They've right. been he's calling Elon supremacist. Musk that. Right. You know, so so just is to it be because fair. he's an African American, Kendo? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so Facebook has been getting a lot of just bullshit. Yeah, Elon Elon Musk is my is my sec is my second favorite African American. Which, by the way, dude, <laughs> I was gonna say those Twitter threads, <clears throat> folks, go check out Terrence Howard. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Terrence Howard knows how to play the game, and he is trolling the shit out of people on Twitter recently. Oh God, dude, the the, well, the hashtag Twitter sold when the hashtag Twitter sold as soon as I as soon as it happened, and I went to that hashtag. Oh, it was glorious! Just like the tears and bullshit, and the amount of tweets that came out. Yes. Oh my God, it was just. Oh. My favorite is the fucking the 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 rope doping people have to do around the term African American right now. It is just. <laughs> they're, they're they're like he is not he's blah 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 it's like the dude is from africa he's an american citizen he's literally african american it's almost <laughs> as if they never really had a full grasp on that term in the first place hmm dion i wonder if that could be the case. right brother jeff right brother dion mr cleo the man himself <laughs> um i just never mind that's a topic for another time because that's a fucking hour of yes. uh history and other stuff but i you know i can read just like a lot of people and i've been reading articles talking about elon musk and his twitter takeover and i can see some very uh strong language in uh you know what's tr not even traditionally reputable journalism but what i would consider just a source that should be normal the washington post says two days after striking a deal with elon musk or twitter elon musk uses powerful twitter account to elevate conservative criticism of two executives at the social company uh, roiling a workforce already uneasy about how he will balance his abrasive social media style and embrace the free speech of stewardship in the company. And then so, yeah. Um, I love, I love, I love a basis is like, run an, run an article against Musk right now. Put it, put it in all those fucking newspapers. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm interested. Just, it's, I feel like the Joker. I'm not, like over here, like throwing my hands up in the air, going, "Oh my God, we're free!" And this and that. I'm like, nah. "You will benefit from this." And no, I want to kind of you, 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 you just kind of the love world is the world burning, burn. and it's glorious. Yeah, you kind of love, love watching the world burn a little bit. You know, it's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> That's what it is for me. I, I'm enjoying this. It almost feels like a, a rich troll job. That's it. Oh, it, <laughs> it is, man. It is. Hey, listen, this is this is a business investment. I, you know. It, it, I love, I love the idea that it's a troll job, but this is someone that's like, hey, controversy breeds dollars, baby, well, and he's, Dion, you know, and he's, and he's that, doing his, doing his thing. I think that almost goes without saying at this point. Right. This is the, the trolling is just a byproduct because you wouldn't mm -hmm. have look if you could make uh whatever a couple hundred billion dollars trolling on the internet, how many stupid people would be the richest people on the planet? I mean, the chick right. that invented the smooth Snickers would be a legendary <laughs> troll at this point. So, like, I am first. I understand that he's always going to focus on you know the business aspect, whatever. But you know, it's just interesting to see that the byproduct of that is hilarity. You don't see very many businesses like when Disney bought 
uh, Fox, you had people question monopoly pra monopolistic practices, but you didn't have people, uh, you know, pulling the shit they are with Twitter. So it's it's interesting. It's all fun for me. I am excited to see how far the shit show can go and the positive benefits for us. <laughs> Mm -hmm. No, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I hope he once again. I hope he makes it a, a you know, a, a good creator economy, an equal one, and makes it fair, makes it you know, viable for people to actually use uh, to do those things. Uh, but yeah. we will see. We will see what happens with it. And and anybody that's out there that doesn't like it, I've just got one thing to say to you: go build your own Twitter. Then. <laughs> the or you know what? You or you know what? Go back. Go back to fucking Tumblr. Or you know what? MySpace is still a thing. Go back to that. Dude, the fact that some people was like, "Guess we gotta go back to Tumblr." I'm like, who was fucking not Vox? But there was you know some opinion article. It was Vox or Esquire or something. And sure enough, guess we have to go back to Tumblr. It's like who in their right fucking mind? offers that up and it's not bullshit like no i promise you nobody who's even mad about it's like yeah man I, i'm going back to tumblr like get the fuck out of here <laughs> it's the best social media myspace is we all migrated to facebook for a reason so let's migrate back i wonder if this is going to be like a hipster thing where it's like hey we're we're fighting the man so we're going back to tom and it's like i mean tom never fucked us over true that's, that's true that's very true Plus he was he there for us too, and got the fuck out of there. Got out of dodge. <laughs> yeah, you could, he was like, you, "How you much? Could, Here, take it." No, I'm out. Videos on, you could put videos on your page, and you could have your own songs to play whenever people came. And you didn't get copyright strikes for it. Tom was cool. We we did not appreciate Tom as much as we should. We we turned our backs on Tom, and he didn't deserve that. Well, he he, he turned our back. He turned he turned his back on us as well by 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 selling out and then just being like, "All right, I'm 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 going to go travel the world and enjoy my fucking money." I mean, he's I, not I, as, I applaud the hustle. Yeah. He's not as rich as you would think for, well, I guess he would because it's MySpace. So he's worth $60 million. That's yeah. And you know what the thing is? He was also your friend. Whenever you started MySpace page, you always had one friend, Tom. No matter what, Tom was your friend. Tom had your back and we fucked him over. And I feel bad. That's true. That's true. Our, um, I would say RIP, Tom, but you're fine. Uh, yeah, he's, still, he's still alive. He's still he's alive. alive. He ain't dead. On a beach, getting twenty percent. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> now, is there? It, it's it's funny to talk about this stuff, but do you think there are any negative ramifications, or is that is it too early to see? It's too it's too early to tell. It's yeah. too early to tell. Really, yeah, um, I, people are freaking out. It's 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 too early in the game. I mean, the only thing I could see possibly is just you know it gets a little bit too close to being a fucking YouTube comment section, which uh -huh. you know. Again, he wants advertiser dollars, so he's not gonna, he's not gonna, you know, people are acting like people are gonna be dropping the n bomb like Snickers bars all over the place. You know, he <laughs> wants advertiser dollars. You know, he's not gonna fucking, you know, the same thing that YouTube eventually ended up doing. You know, so yeah, it's it's people are freaking out. Don't get me wrong, I think I think he may early on in order to get people back, kind of push it up close to the line. But yeah, it's like like Nick said, it's too early to to start. You know, grabbing your pitchforks about what the what the negative aspects. I mean, there may be some questionable advertisers who can who can get onto uh, get onto Twitter, but other than that, you know, it's it's super. Early. Yeah, um, and 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 the deal isn't finalized for a while, and e e even then, I mean, once once he's fully bought it, we won't know anything until like six months out about what he wants to do, who he's fired, who he's hired, what the direction is, anything. We won't know anything, so. Um, yeah, I was just trying to see what we have. Um, 
there's a preview though, and that's about it, Nick. And I'd love to read said preview of Elon Musk's plans, but they want me to pay. Every website wants me to pay now. One, do you think we'll ever have to pay to use Google? I Plus, hope not. Who knows, man? I mean, Netflix wants to make an ad, an ad an ad version of it, and they want to, they want you to stop sharing your fucking passwords, even though even though they tweeted out in 2017 that um, you know password sharing is love or some shit like that, and I'm just like, really? You this was your your culture in 2017, but now that you're not making money about it, you're going to be dicks. Jeez. Yeah, well, the mighty has fallen, folks. And I have a video about Netflix coming. It's kind of long. I didn't realize how much I had to say about Netflix because it was going to be Netflix and Disney, two companies that are, you know, in interesting positions. And so I was going to break it down and do, you know, half and half. But I got to the Netflix part and we're five pages into a script. And I'm like, oh, I guess there's a lot to say about Netflix. So I'm just going to follow yeah. this one out. Yeah, man. Now, uh, Eric, we'll talk about Kenobi. Uh, there wasn't really a Kenobi drop. There's an interview with Ewan McGregor that's kind of interesting, but uh, some behind-the-scenes information uh, quoted directly from Ewan McGregor himself. So, uh, Anything else you guys want to add about Twitter? Because I feel like this is a big game-changer, but it's so early. Uh, yep. But I hope it's not like the Will Smith thing where it's like you blink and you missed it. Actually, I'm happy the Will Smith thing's over. If I have to <laughs> yeah, no. be honest with myself. Yeah, I was getting, I was a little tired of hearing hearing those things pop up, but I was just because like it seems like every like yeah, it was getting it was getting a little 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 uh, little crazy. But uh, I was tired of looking at his face. That'll do it too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's getting well. Well, well I mean, he's, 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 he's such a sad sack right now. It's kind of like I don't know what to do with you, buddy. Just fucking divorce her and move on. That's that's right. that's a, that's the direction you need. That's it. Or don't. Nobody gives a shit. Like you know, that's true. Just, you know, the, 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 you know what? You know what? Just go ahead. We'll we'll just go ahead and camp out at Red Table Talk. Just be there every oh, fucking yeah, day they have man. a show. Every everybody's got. It's like we we can stop talking about their personal life anytime, America. But there's money to be made in it, Dion. There's that as well. Is I mean, sure. Yeah, there's there's money to be made. Will Smith got banished from everything. There's money to be made from that, dude. It's, yeah, even 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 Disney dropped this fucking um, documentary or whatever. I'm just kind of like, really? Jeez. Yeah, Disney man. When Disney drops you, you know you fucked up. Yeah. So it's well. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. When Disney drops you and you check off certain check marks. You fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Now let's check in with the audience here. But before we do, uh, Nick, a number between 1 and 69, please. Um, 34. All right. 34. 1, 2, 3, 19. Oh, yeah. 34. Where are we go? <laughs> We were just talking about that. Oh my god! It's, it's almost like I figured out what to press. Yeah. <laughs> Primer, thank you very much for your super chat. He says comparing chocolate bars is like comparing vodkas. I mean, I do like to compare vodkas, though. True, unless you're talking about them flavored vodkas, then it's then it's a different. That's a game changer. Because yeah, that's 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 different. Cause like if you get that three olives, dude, that tastes like Mountain Dew and it has no like fucking alcohol bite to it, oh man, you're in for a very short long night. <laughs> uh, has that happened to you? Uh, once. 
So I was like, oh, my God, dude, this tastes like Mountain Dew. You're not going to believe it. I'm like, bullshit. Started drinking. I was like, wow, this is really good. You want another one? Yeah. The next thing I knew, it was like the next morning. I was like, fuck, what happened? Have you guys heard about Mountain Dew uh, Spicy or whatever it's called? The spicy Mountain uh, Dew? I've heard of it. <laughs> I don't want to drink that. Oh god, no! That's like that's like uh the like like the 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 ranch soda. It's like why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. If if I want to drink something spicy, it's got alcohol in it, and it's gonna fuck me up, and that's why I'm drinking it. Yeah, the only spicy drink I want is a Bloody Mary. That's it. That's as, that's as far as I go. Uh, but ugh. I like spicy beer. Sometimes those chili beers are kind of good. I had this one one time. There was this brewery and. St. Louis that made like a uh, Mexican spicy chili chocolate or something like that. It was like a it was like a stout and it had a little bit of bite to it. It was wasn't too bad. Well, now I'm thirsty. Thanks, Kendo. Man, well, I've got some <laughs> lovely seven uh, K IPA from the good people at Santa Fe Brewing Company. Now, folks, I, I wanted to mention this at the top of the show. I'm going to put together uh, something next week for May the 4th. So come watch Star Wars here with us. I'll have an official announcement very soon. But I might, you know, take some time, see who's available, and make a special day out of it because we're gearing up for Obi-Wan. So why not talk about Star Wars here at World Class Bullshitters? TLJ Screwjob uh, has some clarification. He says, I never realized Denzel Washington actually said my snicker in training day. right that would have that would have made the movie slightly different well ethan hawk had a caramel center just like him it's not about what's on the outside it's about what's on the inside that matters yeah that that that, there's that and i wouldn't have had a weird awkward explanation of what that word means to somebody and how it does not necessarily mean my friend (laughs) hey jeff what's a nubian (laughs) (laughs) would you guys Buy a branded candy bar from Michael Keaton called Let's Get Nuts. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. I would, too. <laughs> I kind of want that to happen. Fuck the Flash movie. If he puts out an awkward video being like, hey, guys, um, you know me as Michael Keaton as Batman and Beetlejuice, but uh, one thing you don't know about me is like, I like making candy bars. I made one. Why don't <laughs> so we just make it? <laughs> yeah. We, if we, it was we, just we, like we, a website we, where you could order them by like... By the dozen or whatever, and it's just kind of it's it's his recipe or his whatever. I'd buy them in a heartbeat. <laughs> Guys, we should try to license the Michael Keaton candy bar. <laughs> we should. <Yeah. laughs> Michael Keaton's let's get nuts. Let's we make and if any of you motherfuckers try to steal that from us right now, we've got video documented proof that we came up with it first. And yes. um seven o'clock so, yeah. on April twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Correct. No, we should just make it ourselves and then just send him a bo- you know, send him a box of it and just be like, hey, would you like to be the spokesperson for this? We'll cut you in on the profits. <laughs> the funny thing is that too bad Nicholas Cage isn't, you know, trying to do a candy bar because we he don't fucking do it. <laughs> I think he his should, would just be he called do it. He's, he's, he's one guy who could probably come up with like with, with, with a bunch of them. Yeah, dude, we could yeah. have one called Green Smoke and it's just like, uh, I don't know, a lime flavored something or like something or another, not necessarily a chocolate bar. And then we have another one called The Rock E-Road. And then it's like a, you know, it's a picture of him from the... We could just have an entire rock, The Rock-themed fucking candy bar collection. Dude, we could the do... Michael Coco Bean. Because he's in that movie. <laughs> and it's just like a fucking dark chocolate bar. And then, um, mm. we you know, we could have all sorts of them. That, that's what we should do. We should we should create the Let's Go Nut, Let's Get Nuts bar. And then just an entire, like, Nicolas Cage line that starts with just The Rock bars. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so we're getting into the celebrity confectionery Andy. game. Gotcha. Yeah, celebrity yeah. confectionery. That's our. Why not? I'm down, man. I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah, and then we can have the Con Air collection next. <laughs> oh God, that was actually on the other night before Better Call Saul. Ooh, Con Air was. I believe so because he was at like he had the long hair and he was at the fucking dance and everything at the end of the movie. Was that Con Air? <laughs> no, when he's at a dance. I mean, it, I don't know if it's a dance so much that fucking Shell Crow or whatever. Is randomly played twice in that fucking movie. Yeah, they're playing like fucking love song, like soft music, and he's talking to like his woman and his girl or something, and his child or something like that. Yeah, because they're I, on the Vegas Strip. Yeah, yeah. that must With be the, what I don't know. I was half paying attention to it, making dinner, going, fuck, is Saul's not on yet? Do not be smirch Con Air, sir. You better I'm not smirch Con Air, but I've got more emotional investment in Better Call Saul than I do Con Air. I've seen Con Air a bunch, but I have not seen a new season of Better Call Saul. Please put the bunny back in the box. You know, I wanted to see what was going to happen in, in, in Saul and R.I.P. Notch. Cameron Poe. <laughs> How can I breathe without Yeah, because that song started playing while I was working in the kitchen. I was like, is she fucking playing them goddamn love songs again while we're getting ready for Better Call Saul? And I looked, up, looked around the corner. Now nah, there's fucking long ass haired Nicolas Cage on a white t shirt on the TV. I'm like, oh, Conair's on. Oh, Cameron Poe. There are two men I trust. One of them ain't you. <laughs> yes, Cosmic Vader. Put an F in the chat for Nacho Varga. Nacho Varga. <laughs> so, guys, sorry I was quiet for a minute. I just purchased the Celebrity Confessions website so we can do something with nice. it. Yes. Nice. I buy all these fucking URLs that we come up with shit on air. Like, this isn't a joke where it's like, oh, man, blah, blah, blah. No. Um, I'll tell you the ones we go, bought Go Daddy air. must love you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Now we just got to come up with our fucking celebrity chocolate bars. And the best part is, I believe this type of thing would be protected by satire. Yeah. Probably. Or you could just I feel like we should just fucking find a way to get in contact with Michael Keaton and just pitch him a Let's Get Nuts bar to coincide with the release of his... Look, he's going to play Batman again. Why not have his most iconic line besides I'm Batman now? I mean, I agree. And if we're going to if we're gonna really make these things, we got to... First off, we have to start with Honey Roasted Nuts because those are the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to get that really good chocolate, like that European chocolate, not that shitty Hershey stuff. Oh, yeah, I agree. I entirely agree. You know, and stuff tastes like sick. We want like real <laughs> fucking chocolate, like Cadbury or like Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> the fact that you think Ferrero Rocher is like top tier chocolate kills me. It tastes yeah, better than a fucking Hershey's bar. <laughs> so does So does mud. What's your point? I mean, Hershey's taste like sick. I, I, I want, I, if anything, I mean, my first go-to is Cadbury. Oh yeah, that's you know, that's that's really good stuff, man. You, you know, I've been I've been to their factory. I know what's going on. There was that story about how Cadbury cream eggs are made by like child labor or something like that. I'm like, nah, nah, that's bullshit. I've been to that Who factory. It's that? my favorite. I don't know. They were talking about it on a podcast that deals with wrestling that I will not name <laughs> because you know, goddamn. And um, no man, so, no, no, wait, wait, no, it's 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 Nikes. Nikes makes you know uses children to make their. Yeah, I get that, but when they said the Cadbury cream eggs was made by child labor or something like that, I'm like, no, no, that's bullshit. I've been to the factory. I've seen how they make those things. It's they actually use like egg trays. It's really weird, but you know, it's delicious. 
Hey, with the blood of Asian children. <laughs> oh my god! Right, they don't celebrate either Easter. The godless heathens. <laughs> are they all named Don? D a w n. Now, uh, thank you, Dion. That was just for you. Since we're talking thank about you. chocolate bars, our friend Xavier to God sends in a game of Fuck Mary Kill, Twix, Snickers, and Reese's Cups. Oh. <laughs> are we talking original Twix? Yes. Okay. No, left Twix. Sorry. Left Twix. Well, I mean, that was the next question. And we're talking about regular caramel in the gold wrapper Twix, and then it's the left one or the right one. God damn. I think I got a. I'm fucking Reese's because that. Ooh, Reese's peanut butter cups. God damn. Fu- They're a good time. I think I'm marrying. Shit. Marrying Snickers. And I think I'm I guess I'm killing Twix just by process of elimination. I love Twix though, but yeah, man, they were doing all the wild shit, man. She she got them sugar walls, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely okay. I'm marrying Twix. I'm I'm fucking Reese's and I uh, I gotta I I gotta kill Snickers. I gotta kill yeah. Snickers. So all right, so I'm marrying Reese's cups because you put those things in the refrigerator, they taste heavenly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm torn between the other two because they are caramel confections. And if you've ever had one that's been on the shelf just a bit too long, it gets it gets hard and kind of crunchy, and it's just not as good as it could be. So then you've got to do process of elimination. Which one do you want to kill? Which one do you want to fuck? Just in case they're old, you know. We don't we don't we're not all we're not all into the old ones around here. Just you know him and. Um, <laughs> With that, I, I, I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to marry Twix. I'm gonna or no, I'm gonna have to fuck Twix. I'm gonna marry Reese's, and I'm sorry, Snickers, you're the odd man out. I'm gonna kill Snickers, marry Reese's cups, and fuck Twix. Twix used to be my favorite, but man, a Reese's egg just hits rice or hits hits right, not rice. <laughs> I mean, they could put rice in it. Probably, yeah. probably would be good with rice. That's how good fucking Reese's is. It yeah. wouldn't, you know, a Reese's cup with rice wouldn't be terrible. It would just kind of. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, it'd be like a peanut. It'd be like a peanut butter rice crispy treat with chocolate around it. Right, it's a texture thing. Yeah. As long as it's just cooked rice, could you imagine raw, crunchy rice? Oh Jesus! Nobody wants to eat that shit. I broke my tooth. <laughs> Up next, we have our friend TLJ Screwjob. Thank you very much. He says, "Remember your Avatar Halloween costume, Jeff." You just came across it in one of your Star Wars toy videos. Sorry, remember that Avatar Halloween costume. I was about to say, I didn't have one. Sorry, man. He says, you just came across it one day in your Star Wars toy videos, and you highlighted a lack of footprint. TLJ Screwjob, thank you for sending this in. I saw this when you sent it. That's why I didn't comment about a cultural footprint. Folks, I always say that Avatar doesn't matter, that it made all the billions of dollars at the box office. Nobody talks about it. Nobody gets excited for it. It's kind of this thing that happened, and then you just know about it from a history book. We don't it didn't really impact us culturally. All Avatar 2, or excuse me, all Avatar did was make a bunch of money and bring in 3D movies and make movie-going experiences very difficult. If anything, if you want to play devil's advocate or crazy conspiracy theory, you could argue that Avatar helped push us towards streaming quicker because movies were cashing in on gimmicks and the ticket prices were going through the roof. And it was getting to a point where you might see a $7 movie become a $12 movie become a $20 movie. And one ticket is less, or one ticket became more expensive than a Netflix subscription. And a lot of people started doing that shit right after all the studios cashed in on the Avatar gimmick. So I'd say Avatar did more damage than good, but 
Yeah, because I, I remember those those IMAX 3D tickets were like 40 bucks a person or something. It, it got ridiculous there for a bit. And I was like, nope, not doing that. Not happening. Hey, Dion, remember how much it was to go see the Eternals? It's fuck, dude. <laughs> Woo! That was, that was some wasted damn coin. Oh, man. <clears throat> I Look, I can't say that's the worst day of my life because we went to Universal and had one of the best days ever, but that was the worst theater-going experience I've had in a decade. But you know yeah. what? You know what? We we did it together, and that's what matters. Exactly. That's the only reason I was okay with it because it was memorable. I mean, we technically had fun, right? Seeing the movie it was all of us together. But yeah, if I if I was going just with like on a date with my woman, I'd have been fucking furious. I'm like, give me my fucking money back. Yeah, it's like it. You know, it's it, it's like I was watching Tales from Hood too. It was terrible, but we were together. Yeah. Did anyone feel terrible for existing? Because I did when I watched Tales from the Hood too. <laughs> well, Ken, Ken, Ken was trying to was trying to you know leave slowly and quietly, but the... rightly so. It was his all. It was all his fault. So you did yeah. it to Medgar Evers, you son of a bitch. <laughs> they didn't have anything about me in there, so I was just laughing my ass off. Um, Could you? What if they did have a Samoan section in uh, Tales from the Hood too? I still laugh my ass off. Each? I'd still laugh my ass off and be like, ah, that's funny. <laughs> oh. Thank you, though, uh, TLJ Screwjob, uh, for checking out the video. So what the video he's talking about is, folks, is it's an old Star Wars toy video in an Ollie's where I found, you know, clearance of Rose Tico, you know, the likes. But there it was in the middle of the summer. Avatar t- uh, Halloween costumes just chilling there. They were over 10 awesome. years old at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, I watched Avatar a lot as a kid and never knew it was a movie that made the most money ever until like three years ago. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 about cultural significance it had because like if, if, if yeah it's if you didn't know and nobody told you I mean like you just you just thought it was a movie. I I didn't know it was one of the highest grossing movies of all time until I joined a certain YouTube channel and then we started talking about that shit and I looked it up and like wow that movie actually made that much money that movie was stupid. Well, that's its only claim to fame, dude. Well, yeah, I see. The gimmick, no one was like, oh man, that Avatar. Like fuck, dude! Like that one part with the thing and the, where he says that. Like no one said that shit. They were like, "Hey, it looks it looks crazy in 3D, bro." You know that was it. It was a gimmick. It was a gimmick, man. Up next, we have a very generous super chat from our friend Dean Domino, who says, "Hail WCBS, Jeff. Have you started Spy X Family yet? And if yes, what did you think?" As a side note, that ending song animation is one of the best I've seen in a while. Dean, I have not had a chance. I have been busy with Wokebusters and other career things that I've been working on. I actually had a, a nice phone call about another opportunity coming up real soon. So uh, I'll be making an announcement about the first opportunity, which I've talked about the movie thing constantly. But uh, yeah, I want to watch more stuff. I've been trying to do work and channel stuff, get a little more uh, presence online again. Just had a lot of great things happen that have taken a lot of time. But I do want to watch that. I want to go back and watch a lot of movies uh, and a lot of TV shows, stuff that listeners have sent, excuse me, mainly animation, because I've been on a cartoon kick as of late. I told you guys this, but uh, Heavy Metal on 4K is beautiful. It looks better than ever. Um, Some of these old movies are getting new life, these new transfers, and it's great. We're reaching a point where a movie like Heavy Metal, which is a shitty movie by comparison, gets the same reverence as E.T. or something like that. I like it. And animation just always interests me. I don't think you can find any kind of uh, legit animation. I don't mean like crap you find on the internet, but I mean like stuff where there's money involved. I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. So I'm still excited, Dean. Um, 
I'll just let you know when I watch it. Adam Walford, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, so like Revenge of the Nerds 3, when they, uh, more like today, college students, but it was made in the 90s, refusing to party and go on panty raids. Yeah, well, there's even a movie with uh, John Favreau and Jeremy Piven called PCU that kind of predicted mm-hmm. this whole thing, you know, in the 90s. I have never seen that movie, but uh, I will listen. Like, well, he, he, here's the thing: I would highly recommend you like just, just rent it and watch it because it'll just be like, holy shit, this is happening now, and they predicted this in like '92 or whatever. It's 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 crazy. I like Jeremy Piven, so I'll give it a shot. Well, yeah, sure. and 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 John Favreau gets like really fucking high, like really really fucking high. <laughs> would you uh, do that with John Favreau in real life? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, he gets he gets he gets so high he finds he, he, he finds uh, George Clinton. Oh shit. Yeah. It's that kind of party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a fun movie. I've I, I have it. I've watched it a couple times. You know, it's it, it, it's a good time. It's 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 really awesome. But um, it's very it's very much indicative of like the times we're in now, and it's really it's just kind of like holy shit they predicted this decades ago. It's it's crazy. Well. So much of it's it is sad though that everything that was a joke became serious because everyone took everything so seriously. It it's beyond the participation trophies and everything. It just we have become a parody of society to a point where like if a time traveler from the past looked at the future, they'd be scared for this is what we're gonna live in. And then I bet you people in the future are gonna look back at this era and laugh at how stupid we were because we were dictated by the dumbest things. We allowed ridiculous emotions or people on social media to control way more than they should ever. So it's a weird time, man. But I, I do want to watch PCU. I love movies that talk about I love oddly yeah. prophetic movies. Yeah, it came out of apparently okay, it came out in 94. So yeah. It's a long time. Darian 217, thank you very much for your Jerry Super Chat. He says to your earlier point, Jeff, remember everyone has a price for the million dollar man. If he could That's buy Twitter, true. he'd buy it himself. He'd buy himself. Oh, if he could buy Twitter, he'll buy himself some of Dion. Oh my <laughs> god! The check better clear. It ain't gonna be cheap. Yeah. Would you be the next Virgil for the right price? Um, depends on who it's to. For Dion, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase Jr. If I, I didn't dislike Junior. Ted DiBiase for sure, but you know I'm I don't mind helping you win some matches. Goddamn it. Maybe even some celebrity boxing matches. I'll slide in some fucking some uh some brass knucks. You would be the world's best wrestling manager. You're like a mix between Mr. Fuji, Jim Cornette, and Jimmy Hart. And you're I wonderful. Did. I dig it. People's manager. I'd, Kendo, I'd, I'd watch that shit all, all day if, if if Dion was a fucking manager. I'd watch it all goddamn day. It'd be it'd be wonderful. Now, now, Nick, I'm going to try to figure out who you would be as a manager in just a minute. But, Kendo, you're like a mix between Bobby the Brain Heenan and who else? Paul Heyman. I mean, there you go. that's the most complimentary thing anybody said to me in a long time. Thanks, Joe. You deserve it, man. Nick, where would I put you as a wrestling manager? Dion, you got a little bit of brother love in you, too. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I dig that, too, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nick, who would... Nick is somewhere between Armando Alejandro Estrada for the style, but I want to give you like a good wrestling manager because you're not a bullshit dude, but who is a good manager, Kendo? I'm drawing a blank here. Captain Lou Albano. 
That's the perfect one. You're Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> you're gonna fucking you're gonna manage Cindy Lauper and Wendy Richter at WrestleMania. You're gonna go on MTV. You're gonna be in the girls just want to have fun music video, and you're gonna change the world with band rubber bands on your face. Hey, so yeah, can, and he's uh, gonna be in charge of the head shrinkers because he's got that Samoan connection. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try and prevent. I'm gonna try to go back in time and prevent Roman Reigns from this terrible future. Um, Can you prevent him from being born? Yeah, you just gotta get one of the fucking Anawahis to the fucking pull out and spray it all over the fucking chest. (laughs) All right, brother. (laughs) Oh my god. You just go back in time to Afa and be like, look, he's going to be a shitty wrestler than Sim Sukka or Sim Look here, Afa. What you got to do is you got to get that girl down. You got to get her hard. You got to get her hard. You got to get it, get it wet, 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 wet. You pull it out, pull it out right over back. That's all you got to do. That, that right there, you've, you're Lou Albano and you provided <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> that's, that's all I would do is prevent Roman Reigns because he's boring as shit. Yeah. And, 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 and him constantly going, going, Against Brock Lesnar like eight times is just not fun anymore. I'm sorry. Listen, it was a big event because WWE told a story. Yeah, because they've done it like four fucking times beforehand. They said this is a huge match because, and then you're just supposed to take it on face value. God. Well, I always listen to Vince McMahon, and my life's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, Jeff, t shirt idea, us as wrestling personalities. And you can make Nick Lou Albano. You can make Dion. I don't know whoever you want. To, make him fucking you know Teddy Long. Holla holla. You know somebody's going one on one with hey, the Undertaker. Talk, I don't think you go one on one with the Undertaker. <laughs> see. <laughs> well, I'm I'm adding that to my list. I got a notebook here. Let's see. WCX, you know, make me the brain or James E. I don't give a shit. Well, I'll do the artwork, and it'll look cool, and we will have some awesome shirts. Now, folks, uh, you have two more weeks to get the original designs over on shopwcbs.com. The link should be in the description below, but our awesome mods will drop you the link as well. But shopwcbs.com, powered by Spring, you can get all of the WCBS merchandise over there, including posters. You can get an early Wokebuster shirt. If you're that dedicated to the cause, go get it. It's been available for a while. So you can go over there, you can buy a Wokebuster shirt, a sweatshirt, have it sent directly to you, wear it. But be like us and get the WCBS beer glass. Because next week when I'm watching Star Wars with everyone, we're hanging out and having a great time, you're going to want a world-class bullshitter's beer glass to get really shit-faced and celebrate each and every drunk commentary with us. So I believe... Is it Joseph Bianowicz who bought two of them? So nice. our listeners love the glasses. You love to drink. You love to have a good time. Um, oh, thank you, Darian217. He says, Jeff, you didn't say who you would be as a wrestling manager. Shit, who would I be? Oh, who would Jeff be as a wrestler? Uh, let's see. Oh, I know. Sherry Martell. <laughs> I'm not going to wear any of those outfits. Sensational Jeffrey. oh man um i'll wear all my outfits will be avocado green in honor of nick (laughs) no okay seriously who would jeff be as a manager um let me look that up real quick so we're not uh that's a good question i mean i want to go straight to slick (laughs) you know i'll be i'll be classy freddie blassie there, that works because you got to be cool, calculated, and in charge. Yeah, I'll be classy, Freddie Blassie. Nick is Captain Lou Albano. Dion's the blend of uh, Paul, of the guys I said, and Kendo is Paul Heyman and Bobby the Brain Heenan. 
I think we uh that's perfect. So folks, yeah. get our WCBS wrestling shirt in the near future. <laughs> yeah, and whenever also, we get a 3D printer, me in a weasel suit. Oh god. Also, um, we have uh 250 people watching and only 190 likes. Get those likes up. Yeah, folks. I still owe you five. Actually, I'm gonna make it seven. I owe you seven good morning pop culture. So keep giving those thumbs up. I will make sure you get those episodes. Uh, things will be slowing down for me in the future in a good way. So I'll be able to sit down and do those shows and catch up with everybody. See what's up you in the do world. Do on a weekend so you can get some help. Just saying. I will do some on a weekend. Uh, let's talk. We'll do them on some weekends, folks. It'll be like a, a weekend edition of Good Morning Pop Culture. It'll be a lot of fun. Ooh, uh, Joseph Bianowicz says DDP since DDP was a manager first. It's true. He was. He had the diamond mine. That's true, yeah. Holy shit. I, 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 I had no idea. I had no idea. There's so many great ones, though. I'm glad none of us are like J.J. Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know, man. He he ran the fucking horseman. Well, I'm looking at the list well, of How much of it was him? I mean, you have Ric Flair and Arn Anderson cutting great promos. I yeah. Mean, they yeah. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean it's yeah, like I said, he he had he had the horseman, and not just any iteration of the horseman. He had one of the best iterations of the horseman. So, you know, JJ Dillon, like he could come out and say a few things, and then he let the other guys do the fucking heavy lifting. Doctor Meatball says Sherry Martell is wife material. WrestleMania nine, or sorry, SummerSlam ninety two, sensational Sherry, thumbs up when she's with Shawn Michaels. Oh yeah. Dude, sensational Dude, making, Sherry in general was thumbs up. They're making that action figure, Dion. Really? With her ass cut out? Yeah. Dude. My hey, ass, hey, my hey, hey, Jeff, do you know what action figure they're not making? Huh. Axel Foley. Oh, Dude, why you gotta go like that? We're having a good time and you gotta go fucking low blow. Oh, what an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Folks, I'm gonna need a minute to recover. I'm you know what? Fuck that. He ain't Lou Albano anymore. Let's pick a shitty manager, and that's who Nick is. <laughs> you, yeah, you've been promoted, son. Uh, who's the worst wrestling manager ever? There's oh, the Sherry oh, See, terrible manager, terrible manager. Who? God damn. Fucking SummerSlam 92 at Wembley Stadium. I fucking watched that. V- I watched that videotape. Like, we rented it, and I watched it maybe three times over the course of a weekend. And there was a. There was a, an interlude where I watched the movie alive and became terrified of airplanes, which was crazy because I loved airplanes. <laughs> I was like, I ain't fucking getting on one of those planes. Nick, you've been demoted to Colonel Robert Parker. Oh, yeah, shit. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I was going to say Sonny because, you know, how she's turned out. I mean, yeah, that, but that's, that's hindsight's 2020. You know, we could have. I'm surprised, Kendo, you didn't go for the very obvious joke. <gasps> The great Kali's manager. Drawing a blank oh, here. What's that dude's name? Tuco or whatever the fuck it was? It was like Rajan Sig, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude was terrible. I wasn't watching a whole lot of WWE at that time, but Great Kali is still like humongous in in, in India. Not literally speaking, because he's like seven feet tall, but like he. That dude walks down the street there, and they fucking shower his ass with flowers. What is he? What What is he doing out there, anyways? Like, is he still making movies or wrestling or whatever? What, what What's I he up to? He, he, I don't. I have yeah, no idea. But yeah, yeah, that's Nick right there on the right. That That's Nick now. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't get nothing. You know, I was gonna say Harvey Whippleman, but even he's too good for you. Because <laughs> Harvey Whippleman wasn't a bad manager either. Darian two and seven. Thank you for reminding me that Trish Stratus was the manager of TNA. Um, I thought the team was named after her, but 
I digress. Jesus. They were, yeah, she was great. I, I, I hope these people aren't throwing these names out here as sh- shitty-ass managers to demote him to. Percy Pringle, Cornette, Harvey Whippleman. Dude, that's not fair. Those guys are good. Nick's an asshole. He's getting something lower than that. <laughs> Downtown Bruno. No, that's still Whippleman. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, if you want to make the, or Nick a terrible wrestling personality, please, please do. Yeah, find the worst wrestling personality because that's who Nick is now. <laughs> Nick is oh, Nick man. is Eve Torres's promo cutting abilities. Oh damn, damn! That's that might be just a little too that that might be too cruel. We might have. Okay, to I, I take that back. Ah, I'm there sorry. we go. There we go, Doctor Meatball. Um, Brandon Cutlet or Brandon Cutler, the guy, the the douchebag that hangs out with the dumb fucks. That's who Nick is. Oh okay. It's, 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 it's funny because this means all this means nothing to me. I'm just like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know it means nothing are. to you, but it means something to us, and that's the important <laughs> thing. I'm just like, cool, whatever. You know, whatever the dude's name is, fine, sure. It means I'm only gonna tell them I know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, let's talk about uh the Johnny Depp trial because it's pretty much it's you know, it's fire. It's is it over? Like one minute it's over, one minute it's not. I don't know. I'm not following. I have it, but... No idea. It's a it's a long ways to go. The only thing I wanted to bring up this week is the fucking uh, more of the poop talk. I just can't believe I watched the testimony today. I can't believe somebody had to under oath talk about his wife shitting in the bed. That's yeah. that's that is awful, but glorious at the same time. I know, man. Oh, wow. um, I'm gonna take. I want to take the approach, the video approach with this topic because it's layered. You got to go in detail about something. So I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's a terrible, shitty topic. And so you got to definitely uh, give it the respect it deserves. But I'm interested. I love seeing the online reaction to it because this Facebook group I'm in, um, it had a thumbs up for Amber Heard and a heart icon for Johnny Depp. And of the 1,200 responses, every single one was a heart. Uh, I just keep seeing this online support for him. And it's like after this vi- vicious shit comes out about her, and I'm there's not too much to talk about this week in terms of like uh, that, but I'm happy it's going in this direction. What about you guys? I mean, you know, listen, I don't, I don't know if I would say happy. I mean, the whole thing is, is pretty nuts. I mean, there definitely are admittedly lighthearted moments for sure, but um, you know, it's 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 definitely a huge precedent being set, right? So we're we're seeing something that, depending on, I mean, even even if hypothetically it doesn't go John Depp's way, this is definitely something that's going to be talked about for a long time because of the long term implications. You know, not just for 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 Hollywood, but you know, for for you know domestic abuse domestic abuse stuff in the future. So. It's there's definitely it's it's a lot going on, man. Like there's a lot going on, and and you know the more and more that comes out, the more and more that we learn. You know, obviously what we learn about Johnny Depp, but also the more and more that we're seeing as admissible evidence coming out about Amber Heard is some frightening stuff. And you know, and, and it's funny that we were talking about Twitter. You know, this is a perfect time that Elon is is a topic of discussion too, because so much. So much of what happened was reflected in Twitter. And to see this case develop, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of entities who tied their wagon 
to the back of Amber Heard are going to have shit in their bed. And it's going to be crazy, man. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be wild, man, especially when you see stuff, you know, like like Vice, who is they have they have doubled down, you know, and, and you know, they even had a little video come out yesterday or earlier today where it's like we're still seeing all this pro Johnny Depp stuff online. And it's like you're not even covering what has come out about her, you know, and it's it's like I said, I wouldn't say um you know happy that it's going in his direction but dude this shit is going to be changed after this concludes uh what is what is some what is something interesting from the case this week that you that you heard about well i gotta let me get the screenshot up i'll pull it up in a second uh dion what about you well what was the question i said what is what is something interesting you heard you heard this week about the case that she they had a, a psychiatrist a psychologist uh as, as, as a witness and pretty much she said in her opinion that Amber Heard has uh, is narcissistic and has like borderline personality disorder or something. Holy shit. You need a degree to figure that out? <laughs> Listen man, again, you know, it's it's again, that's why domestic shit is so so fucking murky, right? Because, you know, from the outside it's like, yeah but, you know, to see a professional say that about someone who what UCLA made her their spokesperson for for abuse victims on their campus, right? To see that come out after all this shit is 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 heavy shit, you know. And of course, while the 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 the, the doctor is saying this, she's sitting there impatiently looking at her nails. You know, this is this is like Jody Arenas level shit, man. It's it's fucking crazy you know then you have you know her 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 attorney his whole thing is to just to just um to object almost everything that johnny's team says so he'll, you know the, the big thing was hearsay he keeps making hearsay objections you know there was one where he asked johnny depp a question about i can't even remember what it was or no, it, it was it was some some other expert, and he asked the guy a question. I think it was Johnny's doctor, and the guy goes to respond. He goes, "Objection, hearsay." And even the judge is like, "You asked the question," <laughs> which you can you can you can say hearsay when a witness re- responds to something. But he hadn't even gotten the sentence out, and the guy's like, "Hearsay." She goes, "You asked the question," and sh- and he, and the dude is all befuddled, you know, and then. When they're when they're talking, they I think today they they played a clip where she's essentially goading him, being like, "You're a man. No one's gonna believe you." Yeah, yeah, that's my that. favorite she part. Starts, she starts fake crying, where well, she's making her her face tremble, and it's it's fucking that by far is the has been the most interesting thing for me. Wow, but wow. she mm-hmm. is insane, man. That there, oh, I mean, obviously we know that we've known that, but. To see it officially come out, you know, you know how shitty you got to be to make Johnny Depp look good, <laughs> especially in the especially in the, in the beginning of this. You had his ex girlfriends like come out and be like, "No, he's not that person. He doesn't do those things." Right, and they're like, "He's yeah. a fucking asshole," but he wasn't like that, and that's fucking that is insane. And there are, like I said, man, so many like quote unquote reputable websites that are motherfucking. They're doubling down, man. We're, there's going to be some serious fucking fallout to this. 
But well, that that also feeds into the whole you got to believe all women and you got to just go straight for they're all the victims here. And it's like, man, are they? No, much, I mean, they're not Kendall, in this case. That, and how much of that was created with Twitter? Yep. A lot. Yep. Which is ironic because Elon Musk, her ex, just bought the fucking thing. It all ties together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't bring confused. Jody Arians into this, okay? She'd be the perfect relationship. Bitches in jail. She ain't never getting out. You can show up. You could bang her. She can't hurt you because she's in jail. And then you get to go off and be free. It's the Costanza principle. It's a perfect relationship. I would love to be involved with a woman in jail. I could get what I want with her, and I could still be free kendo to do whatever I want whenever I want. It would be amazing. Stopping you? Um, I'm legally married in the state of New Mexico, so I can't really go and just start a prison relationship because – Plus, what if the bitch gets paroled? That's going to fuck my plans up. You pick a serial killer. You pick someone who's not getting out, and you just run with it, man. Live dangerously. Well, I think somebody somebody who's 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 done something that bad is not going to get conjugal visits. I, th- I don't think it's on, on, on the, on the yeah, table. Yeah, let's get her fucking lawyer. Matt, there, both there's in, that, too. Placement. Is Johnny you know, Cochran dead? Johnny Cochran's dead. I was aware of that, actually. Yes, he's been dead for a while. I'd, I'd have to go yeah. get F. Lee Bailey. No, F. Lee Bailey's dead, too. Yeah. Shit. So is Cardano. The fucking Dream Team is dropping like flies over here, and we're talking about Johnny Depp. They were 40 back then. <laughs> <laughs> and that horrible. was 30 fucking years ago. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. The yeah, OJ we still got a couple of years, and, you know. Maybe that's what I should do. Just talk to OJ. Be like, OJ, do you know a good way to get out of this situation? <laughs> if I did, this is how I do it. <laughs> Allegedly. Then I'm going to write a book about it. Now, guys, I have the transcript uh, from that interview, the phone, sorry, from that phone call. And this is just a thing I found on Facebook says the final whistle to close the trial with a golden pin. Johnny Depp's lawyer showed an audio clip where Amber Heard tells Depp that no one will believe him because he's a man. Tell the world Johnny Depp. Tell the world I, Johnny Depp, a white man, am a victim of domestic violence and see who believes you. See how many people take your side. Those were the words of Amber Heard. The lawyers then asked Johnny, and what did he say about it? He said, yes, I am. So there you go. Yeah, when, when it's been recorded and it's played to the court and you're trying to like tremble your lip and and look and look helpless. And even the psychologist is like, bitch is crazy. It's just kind of like, I don't know what else to tell you, man. You're, you're, you're in a losing team. And, and I love how our lawyer is trying to like you know, do everything he can, even though he's like, he's, you know, he's on the fucking Titanic sinking here. <laughs> well, this is the band playing the violin, just trying to, trying to, you know, make it all okay, but it, it, it ain't going nowhere. It's interesting, Dion, how many of these websites are really trying to double down or ignore or just stick with their narrative because the tide is shifting there, that type of narrative across the board, outside of the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp court case, that narrative is passe on the internet to the point where, People avoid that shit as much as they avoid any kind of crazy conspiracy or anything that's connected to stuff that isn't reputable. The Whatever side you're on, cool. If you're here, I don't give a shit. That's all that matters to me, that you like this show. But it's hard to avoid how bad the journalism is these days. It's offensively bad. I don't trust the media. I don't trust half of this shit because it's never 
cut and dry story of what we need to hear. It's whatever the writer's opinion is. And most of these writers are pretty shitty. They don't have the required schooling. They don't have the required life experience, in my opinion, to be this well-rounded journalist. They don't have the ethics. They don't have the skill. And so what's, what we have is shittier reporting, bad opinion pieces, and that controls the, the narrative. And it all sucks. Well, I think the other thing, too, is, you know, the, you know and don't get me wrong, you know, we have we've never positioned ourselves as the authority on any of this stuff. But, you know, a huge mantra of our channel has always been if you believe in something, you believe it all the time. Yep. You don't believe it when it's convenient. And to see so many, quote unquote, reputable um, sources of news abandon the objective journalistic integrity of what they're supposed to do to try, you know, you can't you can't. You can't go out in public and say, hey, we're not this website. We're not that website. We tell the truth. And when this shit's going on, you're clearly trying to advocate for one side of it. It's very fucking, it's depressing as fuck. It is depressing as fuck. And, and, and to name drop them again, you know, fucking Vice for years. And that's why I pick on them. For years, you know, they obviously were the, they were the ones that took themselves a little bit too seriously, right? And, and everyone laughed at the jokes. But for them to be these call themselves these stone cold advocates for abuse victims and people, you know, victims of the system and all this stuff and bring you the hard stories, whether you like it or not, for them to double down so blatantly, that's the type of shit that undoes everything you've done. You know, and, 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 you know, and I've said it before, you know, everyone wants to be right. No one wants to do right. The right thing is to tell it as it's happening. It doesn't matter how you feel. You're not advocating for everyone. You're telling the facts as they come out in, in a huge high profile civil case. And when you, you know, that's, it's, you know, the fruit of the poisonous tree is a law enforcement thing, but it's called that for a reason. You fuck up. Everything you've done before that has now been tarnished. And so many news organizations, so many supposed respected people in that community are, now there's going to be an asterisk over over everything they fucking say, man, and it's just you know the implications of this fucking case. You know this is shit that's going to reach out for a decade, for two decades. You know people who call themselves advocates for victims. You know you may think about it. You may have tied your fucking wagon to a fucking narcissist. Mm-hmm. A narcissist had control over a narrative regarding abuse victims. That's fucking crazy. And it's, you know, it's 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 wild, but it's depressing, man. There's a lot of people who saw themselves as the good guys that are going to come out looking a little more shitty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the sites that have tied themselves at the beginning to Amber Heard and the, the internet's forever. So everybody can go back and look at all the dumb articles you've written, all the bullshit you've you've said about it and how like you blame Johnny Depp for it and you know praise her and it's gonna look really bad. It's gonna look super bad when you know when all that shit comes out. I really I, I think it's 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 what a hundred million dollar defamation lawsuit, correct? I think it's fifty yeah. and she's countersuing for a hundred. Okay, all right. So like okay, so so who like I, I guess I guess you get I guess whoever wins gets like fifty million, a hundred million dollars from the other person or some shit like that. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Uh, well the one thing I wanted to ask you guys, I don't know if I if this has come up before, but like the Washington Post published the op-ed. Are they named in anything? And do you think they will be named in the future since they're 
you know, it's their platform that caused all of this. It depends on who who wins. I mean, if if Amber Heard loses, there are a lot of, uh, especially the Washington Post, who are going to be who are, who who are next up in line. You know, because you know, if 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 it's ruled in his favor that this is something that that damaged his reputation and his ability to make a living, and the Washington Post, listen, that's usually how that shit works. Like, oh. They, they, the precedent's been set. Whoever posted this shit without waiting for more information is now liable to fucking pay up, you know. And especially, especially after what happened to Gawker, you know. Oh yeah, that's it's true. Not, it's not the same thing, but goddamn it, you know, you get caught in this stuff, and you're a media entity. You are not safe uh-huh. for pushing shit that that the precedent has been set. And and yeah. it's gonna be interesting, man. If yeah, and if and if it goes in Depp's favor, one hundred percent, I would expect the Washington Post to be feeling a little bit of heat, and they will settle quickly. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah I, was, I, mean, I, was, I was about to say, yeah, they're gonna settle out of court or something like that because they don't want to go to court. And um, I mean, they got fucking Bezos behind them, so I mean, they got some fucking money. They can <laughs> they can they can give they can give them a, you know a good a good chunk of change there if they want to. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about like holding journalism to account and not allowing the sensationalists to just smear headlines wherever they want, then that's the first step is to fucking take these people to task and say, there's this thing called libel. It's been in <laughs> it's been around for a long time and you've done it a lot, but now we're gonna start, you know, holding you accountable for it. There you go. Yeah, and 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 as you said, you know, Vice is on is on her side as well, and Vice is owned by Disney. He, he could go after them too. And get another chunk of change as well. Well, and to put the the the, the tin foil hat on you, know, that's why so many are doubling down. Because if you if you don't, you know, you're in a position you painted yourself in this corner where we listen. We wanted to be seen as being on the right side of history, right? So we pushed all this shit out. You know, you you're going down with the shit because so especially if you lean on opinion people. You know, they they have to double down because otherwise, if it goes in his favor, you know, you are not safe. You are not safe. You know, Twitter's not going to defend you. You know, and that you know that's why I think places like Vice and you know Washington Post they're going to be putting out articles like, well, you know, the the online response to victims and this that and the other thing. You know, they they they've got skin in the game now. Where it's like, if you yeah. to let if you to stayed objective. You wouldn't be here, and yeah. and one hundred percent. You know, I'm not saying it's the reason, but I I one hundred percent believe that's exactly why some are going to have certain titles on certain articles because they yeah, they, they are they are in the crosshairs too. Dude, that's another thing. You you brought up opinion pieces and leaning on opinion pieces. I mean, there's there's a difference between an opinion piece and a hit piece, and right. that needs to be brought to light because. I can sit there and say that Whataburger is the best hamburger place you can go to. That's an opinion piece. But if I say, don't go to, you know, In-N-Out Burger because my opinion is their burgers aren't as good as Whataburger. And my opinion is the owner beats his wife. Well, right. It's an opinion piece, yes. But now I've crossed that line and insinuating that bad things are happening and stuff that isn't true. And I can't hide myself behind opinion piece and say this is an opinion piece. You can't hold me to you know to a task when I've alleged that shit that has happened has not happened and committed libel mm-hmm. in the same process. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of them do is they're 
that you you read their opinion columns and it's it's that's exactly what you read you don't read that you know i prefer you know this brand of soda over others it's i prefer this brand of sodas over others because this other one they do some horrible shit like child trafficking it's like whoa whoa wait wait a second wait a second that's no longer an opinion piece you've thrown out a fucking statement that you can't prove right right i'm i'm a, an observer in all of this it's it's so funny too how you get the media that wants to hold on to certain things because of their ideals. Like remember all the Jesse Smollett pieces that we yes. had to sit through. Yeah, he's yeah. the victim. He's this. He's that. He went to jail or is in trouble. Or he got fucking out of Elliot theory. Page on on late night show, fucking screaming and yelling about how horrible the country are because this shit happens. It's like <laughs> jokes on you, dude. <laughs> well, and that and that's and that's the other that's the other side that people don't see. Right? You you. When you don't wait and you jump the gun, like things that people should be talking about, like there are people who are bringing up Trayvon Martin and shit again, you know, and obviously no one saw that coming, but that's some shit that, you know, you're, 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 so people who are real victims of stuff, it's not going to be worse for them because you tied your wagon to someone who is clinically manipulative. And you get the dangers of giving famous people all this fucking power. This is the dangers of that shit. You know, who, how many other actual abuse victims, male or female, are going to get fucked over by the system because of her? Dude, it's the boy who cried wolf. Yep. And now that the wolf, you're eating the boy, no one's there to save him. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, and it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. It's all about ideology, dude. Everybody bought into this shit, still buys into this stuff, and there are real people get hurt. That's how it goes. Yeah. It's it's yeah. people think it's just a keyboard, it's a website, it's whatever. Their bullshit translates to real shit in the real world, which has adverse effects. Right. And they, and again, because they care about clicks, they don't give a shit about this in real life. And even if they do, you know, that 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 you know that you know, fame being a hell of a drug doesn't just apply to regular people. You know, you want they wanted to be the writer that had this brave shit to say about Johnny Depp. They wanted to be the website that, you know, in the future, they're gonna say, hey, they were on the right side of this of this case, and I'm gonna give them my advertiser dollars. They weren't doing it because it was the right fucking thing. They wanted to be right, they don't want to do right. And it's fucking it's wild, man. You know, you know, and, and people forget, like, you know, especially with famous people and in large media companies, they don't give a shit about regular people. They no. can write and say whatever the fuck they want, and the rest of us got to pay for that shit. So, you know, I, you listen, I really hope that a lot of these opinion writers, I hope their sons or daughters never get caught up in this shit, because it's going to be, you know, it, it, it's going to look a hell of a lot different from, from on the ground. Yeah. Uh, so what I had mistakenly thought was the end of the trial was Johnny Depp's three day testimony. That's what ended. So I just wanted to put that correction out there. But yeah, folks, uh, this channel isn't going to be exclusively about this. The shows aren't going to be exclusively about this. We talked about Twitter at the opening. And there's a ton more to talk about, including Star Wars. I actually had to, we had to edit tonight's episode a little because there were just too many topics to cover. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, I do feel like we hit this one pretty well, and because it's an ongoing topic that we don't want to exhaust, I think we should move on and cover the updates next week. Uh, briefly, just for a second, did you guys hear there was an update with Alec Baldwin? Oh, God, yes, no. but I got a quick question, and I'm going to echo somebody in the channel or in the chat. Yeah, sure. What gum do we think he's chewing? Juicy fruit. Mm, mm. Big red. 
Yeah, I was going to go with Big Red, too. I was going to go with Big Red. Is that Amber's new nickname? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's nicotine gum. We don't know. Her nickname is Leroy Brown. Just can't hold him down. Yeah. You know what? Court footage is some of the most boring on the planet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that and C-SPAN. Like it's just, I, I don't know why they have. I don't What's know why the they're uh, <laughs> One's full of people that are lying and full of shit. No, never mind. They're both the same. So C-SPAN was always the first channel on my grandma's cable. So anytime I would loop through the channels and get back to C-SPAN, I knew that the fun was over. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like, oh no, there's nothing to watch. Shit. Yeah. When you'd rather watch the fucking guide channel, which is gonna tell, it's just telling you stuff that's on TV right now, none of which you want to watch, and you're looking to see because it's almost to the point where it's gonna switch over to the next half hour block is more important than C-SPAN. That yeah, that's that's a. That's God, a I remember one. that. Like, Fuck, there ain't nothing on. It's okay. It's seven twenty-seven in about a minute and a half. By the time it moves through, to be showing the next thirty-minute block, and I'll see what comes on at eight thirty. Well, uh, then we'll move on since there really isn't too much more to add, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, folks, I will take you away from uh, this terribly boring footage of this random ass judge and we will uh, talk about something else. Uh, Nick, you were the only one that hasn't picked a number, or was it Kendo? That's me. Uh, yeah, Kendo's me. All right, Kendo, please pick a number. In honor of the Messiah, the bringer of glory to the kingdom, give me 15. <laughs> So have you ever done DMT? Ah, it's like me watching the, you know, Super Bowl uh, 55. Oh, uh, I'll give you a real one. But what's real is family, 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 family. Family. That also could be applied to me watching Super Bowl 55. Now, I got bad news. Hmm. Bad, fast, and furious news. Oh, oh I saw this too. <laughs> So, so nothing real, nothing really important then. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the director left after a couple of days yeah. of uh, filming. So, oh, did he really? Yeah. yeah, I saw that the other did day. He, did he have a fight with Vin Diesel because like he wasn't do he wasn't directing right? I, Probably. I didn't click on the headline. I saw it's like Fast Fast and Furious Ten director leaves after you know just a few days on set. I'm like, do I send this? Like, nah, it's not that important. We'll cover it eventually. My question is, do you actually care? No, nope. that's another reason why I didn't send it to you guys. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to know why he left real quick and then just move on. There wasn't enough Roman Reigns in the movie. <laughs> I'd quit. <laughs> Turns no, out the no, director no, sure, is sure, one of the... I'm sure what I, happened you know, is Brie, Brie, Brie Larson and... And, um, <laughs> and what's his name? Fucking, like, you know, became Station. They just fucking molded together and became one entity. And he's like, mm-hmm. I can't deal with this shit. I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. All I wanted to say though is like Fast and Furious Nine is the only one I skipped. I tried to watch it on an airplane. This whatever they become, this like pseudo military mercenary group running from whatever. Like it's stupid. I liked it when it was street racing in Los Angeles. I was okay with it when they were smuggling drugs. I was cool with it when they were fighting the boss, fighting the criminals, and fighting l- l- the police. L- listen, man. Once once Paul Walker died, they they lost it. They really did. 
That's the only one I saw. I skipped. I've never watched a single Fast and Furious movie mm. except for the one where Paul Walker hit a tree and died. I, I saw that one. Which one was that? Five, six? I don't know. Seven. The race to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. Damn. That was it. Yeah, that was a really short movie. It was like thirty seconds of CCTV, you know, footage. So I was like, well, worth the price of admission. Was it? No, but it was fun to make the jokes and piss my friends off. I got the footage right here. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, not fiery enough, but yeah, that'll do. That hurts. <laughs> so, Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, I'm 19 and enjoy stuff from the 80s and up and Star Wars. Well, Xavier to God, then I guess I shouldn't make such broad generalizations about people of age groups. I was going to say he's the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. But uh, no matter what, we're glad that you're here with us, Xavier to God. And clearly you had good parents. And good day, sir. Thank you. Ninja Lawyer Steve, and I will read your scent posters tonight, folks. Or Ninja Lawyer Steve, don't worry. He says, what does Mr. Cleo predict for Thor, Love and Thunder? Mr. Cleo, uh, what do you think about Mr. Or sorry, Thor, Love and Thunder? Uh, oh, shit. Uh, let me take a look here at the cards. The cards. Mr. Ninja Lawyer Steve. Uh, he's, he must be a Libra, isn't he, darling? <laughs> Let's look at the cards here. Let's look at the cards. Put them out. Put them out. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Whenever you put your money on the broad with the big mouth, who knows what can happen, darling? It's dark. It's a dark, dark cave, and she's not a Libra, darling. She's not a Libra. Abba the mercy. <laughs> God damn! In the wise words of Mister <laughs> Oh, I was not ready for that. <laughs> that never gets old. I love that so mm -hmm. much. Thank you, Dion. Excuse me. Thank you, Mister Cleo. People's champion. Now, I'm going to have to make you a shirt that says the people's tarot card reader. <laughs> now, Wonder, thank you very much. We had an opportunity to hang out with Wonder down in Texas. So it was nice to see you here on the show. He says, as a kid, I always thought that homophobic joke about Bonesaw was just Spider-Man calling Bonesaw a girl. Now, yeah, do I... Well, you I can't do that anymore either. That's the thing. is because originally you could say that, but like now you, you're not allowed to call anybody gay a boy or a girl you're you're misgendering them and you can't do that it's that's yeah and i'm pretty cool. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure a bone saw identifies as non-binary so non-berry <laughs> i was like non the meme where it's like actually he did and he spent his all day making this leotard for me because he knows that pro wrestling is my life and my dream you're on the wrong side of history spider-man i laugh <laughs> every time i see that I just like that Wait, spider. He's clearly calling him gay. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Well, that was that was always the scene I would go to when people would say the the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies don't have jokes. I'm like, that one always makes exactly. me laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will admit that as a wrestling fan, that was the one part where I was like, Spider Man, you're being a dick right now. <laughs> like, Do you even so, know who the fuck that is, Spider Man? Well, as a kid, I was such a current day WWF mark that I was like, man, it would be cool if they had the rock or one of these like current wrestlers in there. But Macho Man makes this scene timeless. So 13 year old Jeff, fuck you. 
20 or 33 year old Jeff appreciates Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm -hmm. You're Good. going nowhere. Three minutes of lead time. So here's the clip. What are you doing up there? Staying away from you. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump tries to jump at him. I don't. That's so, just giant, fucking right out of his mind. Old man Randy Savage, like I can get up there. No, Randy, you can't. You can't. <laughs> you want to know a fun fact, Dion? You know what else Randy Savage was doing around this time besides acting in movies? Uh, say it, brother. Making rap albums. Be a man, Hogan. Come on, really? Hogan, don't be That's scared. Running from Macho is what I heard. He was doing that in 2002? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Isn't he that album super rare? I thought it was. I thought that it album like, is super rare and costs an awful lot right now. I thought I thought it was like, you know, oh, in the mid-90s, mid maybe late 90s, but 2002? Shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, that was about the time. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Yep, and even since so, I got myself a feature role in Spider Man, it's like feature. Yep. <laughs> Damn, he wrote a song that was a tribute to Mister Perfect, and then obviously we know the disc track for uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, be Hulk a man, Hulk. There you go. Here you go. Be a man. Randy Savage album was released on October seventh, two thousand and three. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> The song My Perfect Friend was written as a tribute to Mr. Perfect Crit Kurt Hennig, while the title track is a diss song aimed at Hulk Hogan. This album, however, is not critically acclaimed, which is a shame because I'd fucking listen to it. Uh, All it's Music gave it a 1 out of 5. Uh, Sputnik Music gave it a 1 out of 5. And Rap Reviews gave it a 4 out of 10. So clearly Rap Reviews knows good music when they hear it. Listen, yeah, they should have been they should have been men and gave that shit an eight out of ten because that shit would have changed the world. Yeah, I mean, 10. I agree. And if you go to uh, Amazing right now, it is streaming for free, unlimited. Um, you can download the MP3 for nine dollars and forty nine cents. And let's see if we want to buy this thing. It is currently unavailable because it is out of stock. Because so many people want to own it because it's such a great album. <laughs> I, I wonder if anybody's got it on eBay. Well, oh, that's for a couple the hundred bucks. Check. Last, oh, a couple hundred bucks? No, thank you. I Dude, it, it's actually really it, it. I'm not gonna lie. The last time I saw it on Amazon, it was like 150 bucks. Let me check eBay real quick. Jeez. You guys talk amongst yourself. The topic is oh, is Hogan a man? <laughs> yes. Now the next while you're looking that up, we'll get back to our audience because we have quite a few messages. Uh, where were we? Wow. Okay, Mr. Cleo, will Dion or Jesse win the Avatar two bet? Says TLJ Scourjob. Mr. Cleo, um, oh, let me check at the cards. The cards. <laughs> let me see here. Let me see here. Oh no, from Philly. Oh no, 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 no. That's no good. That's no good. Oh, oh no. She's not to Libra, darling. She's not to Libra, darling. Let's just say, <laughs> oh, the kid here, the kid, because once again, the kids don't lie. It's, it's the dark knight, the true, the dark knight, the black knights. We got, we, we got to go with the one, the one, the only, the heavenly Negro. How about a mercy? <laughs> that sounds like mm. a basketball team. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Jeff, I have an answer to the question. Mm -hmm. 
Macho Man Randy Savage via Man CD. Sealed, brand new, rare. Who wants to guess how much it costs? $240. $600. Nick is the closest. $699 or God best offer. damn. Here's another one. Macho Man Randy Ooh. Savage via Man album with poster rare. $350 your best offer. Or if you want to save a little money. Macho Man Randy Savage be a man CD, very rare, used, pre-owned, two hundred ninety nine dollars. That's a steal. I'll take ten. They, so the thing is, they did not make a whole lot of these apparently, and uh, yeah, everybody wants them. So Nick, <laughs> you know what to do, don't you? Uh, take it be a man. Yeah, <laughs> be a, a man, Nick. Get it, get it along with the fucking blood sports soundtrack that I asked for well over a year ago. I, fucking, I sent you the link for the thing in, in Bullshit. months ago. I did. I fucking did. I fucking. I don't did. remember it. And I've been my problem that, 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 that you're an old man. You don't remember shit. Okay, I sent it to you Maybe, a long oh, yeah, fucking time good ago. Good one. Send it again. Fine, I'll do it right now. Fucking jack off. I sent it, man. I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry you don't see those things. I think I you're fucking it. lying to try to cover your own ass over there, fucking uh, Rajin Singh. That's what man you are. You suck. <laughs> By the way, I've challenged Nick in that rivalry series that Jeff has talked about before to a game of Cricket 22 on FIFA. Or not FIFA, on Xbox. I'll fucking play somebody else in FIFA, but Nick has not downloaded the game yet. Yes, I have not. I will, I will hopefully soon. I you almost downloaded the game. And I laughed at it. You I, went I mean, and... what were you saying? I laughed at it because I'm watching the fucking clip. It's like some guy. He's like, I'm the cricket master and this is cricket 22. And I'm like, what a promo, <laughs> man. You are way over the top. I mean, if you understand the basic principles of cricket, it's actually kind of fun. I Hey, Jackass, I, I sent it to you right now. Check the fucking uh, messenger. It's bullshit. I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> Fuck you. I anyway, don't give so, a shit. I sent it to you right now. It's right there. Check it right fucking now. I'll just hear you bitch about it later because you forgot about it. Yeah, what a fucking asshole. Anyway, yeah. So Nick would appreciate Check it right goddamn now. Quit your fucking yapping and check it, asshole. <laughs> I, I, I got an Instagram message and I got something from Nick and I'll look at it later. I'm in the middle of the show. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've had fun with it. I thought I was doing really good because I was, you know, pitching or bowling first and doing pretty good. And then I started batting and I wasn't doing so good. So then I play, I used the English team against the Russian team and I started beating the shit out of them. So I'm like, okay, maybe I was just playing against a hard team. I just did, did, like whenever you go against Pakistan, just pick India. We we win every time. Well, yeah, I mean that's a fucking explosive competition too. I mean, fuck, <laughs> that shit's about to go nuclear anytime. <laughs> oh, uh, guys, I did take another step to get us ready for our Halo tournament here on the channel. I got the Master Chief Collection on the laptop as well as the Xbox. So if I happen to be away, or I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm at home and I want to play Halo with you guys. Uh, we can basically take Halo everywhere now. So there we go. It's weird playing it on the computer, though, Nick. Are you? Have you ever played Halo on a PC? Uh, yeah, back in college, we we were supposed to be doing work in class, but we um uh made 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 a made a LAN connection between all of our laptops in the back of the computer lab and just started playing during one of our classes. I I, I don't know which one. We we just played for an hour and a half and didn't get anything done. So. They figured out how to do something like that in one of my high schools. And so if you knew how to access it, you could find Halo on some of the 
school computers. It's like a thing. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, dude. I, I remember um, in in high school, um, um, Pocket Tanks was really big, and I remember finding the game. Like I think I downloaded it, and I, I, I don't know if it was free or you could had to pay for it over, but I remember finding a free version of it. And I put it onto the uh, the school's um, uh, main like folder for that you can get anywhere. Like if you had access to any of the computers, you had it there, and so everybody would get on and play it all the time. Yeah, and they had, they had to find a way of deleting it because like it, it was causing problems and nobody was doing any fucking work. <laughs> yeah, uh, for our school, it was someone that put Unreal Tournament three on the server, <laughs> and that was what what we were playing to you know fuck the man, you know. Yeah, because yeah, because Pocket Tanks was, was big for us because everybody loved it, and then it was just, I found a version of it. I was like, oh, I'll put it here, and it's, I told everybody, it's like go to these folders, and it's right there. Just load it up on the computer, and it'll you know it'll just start. So I figured out how to run a rudimentary excuse me a rudimentary version of Grand Theft Auto on my uh, calculator in yes. high school. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we uh, we had a game in high school. We had a game called Beer Run, where it was like a text game. And you could do things. You're trying to go and get beer or get busted by the cops. And then it just evolved from there. And I missed out on the GTA game by about a year and a half. By then I was in college. I'm like, I actually need to use this calculator for more important shit than fucking off in class. There's no greater use for a calculator than fucking off in class. While that's true and it's fun, like I said, I I spent more time in, in class like like my calc class and stuff, just dicking with the graphing calculator, making it do like fucked up graphs that looked like really shitty radio signals as opposed to what I was supposed to be doing it for. But it is what it is. Oh man. I did. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't really learn more about computers and hacking until I got to fucking college. And then it was just like hacker you for like two years. Better than fun. PCU. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I learned, I learned programs to rip and pirate software from the, the library I think I had a, I think I had Adobe Photoshop like four back then uh, on my computer um, and all the other Adobe shit. What are um, we even on right now? They're just they're <laughs> years now. Sorry, we're on Photoshop 2021. There are that many versions of it, Nick. Yeah, I think I, I, th- I think they stopped at like seven or eight, and then just went through the yeah, through the years because like it's a sp- subscription service now, and that's that's what they like. They don't want you to keep you know, <laughs> but like buy one and then don't buy it again for five years, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was loading up like you know all the all all the all, all the free editing software and using it illegally on my computer and stuff like that. All that, all the good stuff. Oh, you know all the fun tricks. Yep, yep. Rob Brantz has a great question. Fuck Mary Kill video game series. Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Evil Within. Uh, fuck Resident Evil, Mary Silent Hill, Kill Evil Within. Because I've never played either. Yeah, I've never played either with an either, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll fuck Resident Evil and marry Silent Hill because Silent Hill is way creepier than uh, Resident Evil. So mm-hmm. I'll marry Resident Evil because Resident Evil Four is one of my all-time favorite games. So that alone will make me happy. But I just love Resident Evil. I don't talk about it much, but I've been there since the beginning. Okay, excuse yep. me, I misspoke. Since the second game, but I've been a fan ever since. Oh yeah, dude, no, cool. that, 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 dude, that second game was. Was 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 revolutionary for me as well. Um, seeing seeing what what at the time was like a wonderful uh, wonderfully rendered cutscene of that liquor come down from the from the ceiling and just you know in your face was just terrifying. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. Everything about two was terrifying. The fucking the I remember you know obviously because it was on PlayStation, but the fucking uh, the cover art for it for two 
to this day, I'm just like, damn, that's that's some scary shit. I love trying to scare myself from a video game. I I don't know what it is. I think it's because I'm just sitting on a couch holding a controller. It doesn't really get me, get me. But there was one, I think it's on the PlayStation 4, Dying Light. Something like that that came on PS4 that actually got me. Because none of the Resident Evil, and then I would fuck Silent Hill and kill Evil Within because I've never played it. But yeah, those there's there's some scary games out there, but I want to really, really, really be terrified by one. It's just something about the medium that doesn't scare me. Well, there, there, there was one I was playing a while back called Visage. That one is fucking terrifying. It's it's really yeah, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. Up next, we have our friend. Uh, Ajax the Mighty, our favorite warrior, who says, now that there's a release date for the new Avatar, how bad do you think it's going to be? <laughs> Dion? I, I, I think it's going to be pretty pretty boring. You know, Again, it'll it'll look good. Lord knows Cameron puts money in visuals, but I think it's going to... I'm thinking it, it may be laughable, depending on where they pick up from. Um, yeah, it could be pretty laughable. I'm going to... I'm going to stay positive and say it's going to be as good as the original. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think it's going to pull in a billion dollars. I really I really don't. Because it was a gimmick movie, man. And I know yeah, we sound yeah. like whatever, but yeah, we were there for it when it was new. And people only went to see it because they talked about the effects, the 3D, the, how great it looked. Nobody came out of Avatar. Yeah, that was yeah, that, that was that was a trailer the whole time. It's like go watch it in 3D with with, a, with with brand new like I don't know see real blue 3D. titties in 3D. Yeah, it was like real 3D was the new was like the thing that they were like fucking advertising everywhere. And I'm just like it, it, it basically jacked up what the ticket price by what five or six bucks or was it like ten bucks? I forget. It was it was a lot. It, it was, was a lot. Yeah, it was 3D like, oh, movies were always like an extra five dollars. Yeah. Uh, Ajax the Mighty, thank you. Um, anything else you guys want to say about Avatar 2's quality? Uh, fuck it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I will predict there will be a an end credit scene for part three. Yes, and I will say that it will not make a billion dollars, but it'll make like. Five hundred million dollars. Because okay, five, okay, okay five hundred million total, or, or like, sorry, globally or, or domestic? Yeah, globally. So okay. you're gonna have all the, you're gonna have all the assholes that saw the first one that still beat off to blue people, and think that you know Pandora's the greatest thing they've ever seen. And then you're gonna have all those dickheads that have kids now, or those people that were like missed out on it on the first time around. They're like. I gotta get in on this. I, I gotta see. Oh my god! I've been waiting on my whole life for Avatar two. It's such a great movie. It's like, dude, fuck you. Wait thirty four years for Top Gun, you asshole. <laughs> and then those people will go see the movie. So it will make half a billion worldwide. That's your guess. That's my guess. I'm gonna guess it goes. Yeah, I go nine hundred, just south of a billion dollars. The gimmick. The gimmick just isn't, you know, better. Uh, here's the weird part. A better frame rate. How many people are going to go to this movie and be confused? Um, Because of the movie being stupid or? I mean, the frame like, rate. I mean, it, they, they're oh. advertising one of the gimmicks of the movie is increased frame rate, better CGI, better 3D, better resolution. Like, uh, increasing the frame rate is going to throw some people off because 
millions of people bitched about black bars, and that's why we have pan and scan. Oh God! So, and then, well, and and remember, um, um, Peter Jackson did the same thing with with one of the, um, I think it was the uh, the. Oh, oh right? God. Yeah, it was it, it 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 was after Lord of the Rings. He did, he did a couple. He did three more movies. I forget what what the hell they were. And he did like forty eight frames a second or some bullshit like that. And everyone was just like, it looks like Gemini Man did that too. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 weird, man. It's fucking weird. That's that to me reads as a gimmick. I don't understand what story James Cameron is telling that's better aided by more frames per second. Who knows, man? It 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 better not be fucking three hours long, though. It better not. It better not be. Well, that long. It's gonna be. It's gonna be five. Don't worry. Oh, good. And the best part is, there's gonna be like the two and a half hour theatrical release, but then there's gonna be the you know four and a half hour super sex nuts edition that they release on eight K. On eight K, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I want no part of this. I want Dion to win. I want no part of any oh, of this. Oh yeah, none of us want any part of this. We all want to see Dion win because none of us want to see this movie come out. That's why That's I voted for Dion. But all signs point to this movie's fucking coming out. Yeah, and if and, and, and if you guys are on the inside as well, make sure you go check out our poll on Twitter at uh, at the world class BS. On yes, Twitter. yes, touch our poll. <laughs> That's how you'll get to really know us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. We have a candy bar idea from Ninja Lawyer Stevie. Says the Wasso, white chocolate topped with streaks of dark chocolate. <laughs> Does it come in the form of a spoon? <laughs> it should be a chocolate dipped spoon. That's perfect. There you, there you go. I'm so oh, glad man. I uh, got that domain. Boys, we're going to do celebrity confections to the top. We're going to take it oh, to the dude. top. I got one. The dole is all. White chocolate oh. on the inside. Milk chocolate on the outside. Sign me up. Buy that. For a dollar. <laughs> Oh God, Kendo! What 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 would what would the brown bunny be? Uh, well, you know, I mean, we could just make a chocolate rabbit, like a like an Easter rabbit. The only thing is, it comes with a special button, and whenever you open up the box, it's kind of like those old liquor boxes that, like, when you'd open them up and like they had the gift wrap and they'd play like Christmas music. And said this one is like a dark, you know, you could have multiple flavors. It could be in white chocolate, regular chocolate, you know, dark chocolate. But when you open the box, it goes brown bunny. <laughs> God, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. So good. Oh man. Now I like I, I do. I'm looking forward to us becoming chocolatiers. There's so many uh, possibilities. Yeah, there there are there are. Oh, uh, dude, we can we can make one. I'd see with pretzels inside for somebody that's really salty. Who's salty these days? Vice, hmm. <laughs> yeah, vice. Yeah, we call it the we call it the vice bar. It's milk chocolate with pretzels inside for extra saltiness. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it, yeah, it's also filled. It's also covered in salty caramel. There you go. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> extra salty. Yeah, extra salty. Oh man. Yeah, and then uh, oh, there's so many. The possibilities are endless. Like. See, like we got the let's go nuts bars, but anybody that's like super fucking crazy out there, we could just make it the you know, so and so's extra nutty bar. Ooh, yep. 
Yep. I mean, I think there are plenty of candidates for that reward. That's almost yeah, like we just, we, yeah, or we could just have like the extra nutty bar, and then we just have random people's pictures on the front because they're extra fucking nutty. Collect them all. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the replay of what I missed because apparently it was pretty funny. Um, I'm trying to think of how to incorporate Alec Baldwin shooting somebody into a chocolate bar. Damn. You don't? <laughs> oh, you know what you do? Wait, no, 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 no. Here's no, no. Here's here's bar. what you do. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Rusty bar, and it's chocolate on the inside or on the outside, but on the inside, it's like that fucking uh, like those cherry cordials. No, 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 extra no, no. red, so it's no, like here, bleeds here's when what you do. Out. Here's what you do. On, on the inside, blood, blood orange filling. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the Alec Baldwin rust bar, extra bloody. Yeah, and it comes in two sizes: entry wound and exit wound. Oh, oh, oh! And we make it like a hard bar, so when like it, you have to like pop it, like break it in half, and it makes a pop sound like a crack. <laughs> Baldwin just shot somebody. That fucker. Oh my god! Uh, Ninja Warrior Steve, thank you very much. He says I actually like the Avatar, but then again, I ain't right in the head. So <laughs> that's fine, um, man. Like, you like it, but don't act like you know. Groundbreaking change the world. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't act, don't act like, like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it was just a 3D gimmick with blue people. Let's. Yeah, I mean, it was. Oh, it's an okay movie, but you know. Ugh. I watched yeah, a game changer of a film yesterday. A little film called Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh, Dude, it doesn't get much better than that. Yep, it's that was that was movie. that was the first one. That was the first one I ever watched as a kid. I had no idea what it was. I saw Temple of Doom, and then. I watched it like, let's say, 10, 15 times, and then I finally read the back of the box where it says, after saving the world in Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones is back. And I was like, oh, because as a kid, I would watch Muppet Babies, and they would always show the clip of Indiana Jones being chased by the boulder. And as a kid, I only had access to Temple of Doom, so I kept watching it, waiting for the scene with the boulder, thinking I must have missed it. So I, I kept watching that movie as a kid. You know, kid logic, that's how yeah. it tracks. Yeah. But I didn't know there was a Last Crusade until a little later, and I was saying this to Jesse, Last Crusade was always super exciting because first time I saw it, you know, the first half is him as a kid and then him trying to get to to whatever, Venice. Then you don't see the Nazis until halfway through the movie, and it's like a continuation of Raiders. So it's got like that exciting aspect to it. It's – I just – I was watching it, and I was dreading the fact that there's a fifth Indiana Jones coming. But I asked Jesse this question. I want to ask you guys. Does it even matter that Spielberg's not directing? Yes. Yes, it matters. It's going to be worse than four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the- – him and Lucas were Indiana Jones. Without them, well, I mean, they were technically him in the fourth one too, when they were fucking raping him on that pinball machine. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Without Spielberg, it's like who's directing the movie? I don't know, but I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy picked him. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it, this this is this is gonna be another movie where where he where he dies and then gets replaced by some female. So that's what's gonna happen anyway. Phoebe Waller's bitch. Yeah, and there's going to be time travel involved, and we'll see, you know, euthanized uh, Harrison Ford, so that'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, the weird part is, James Mangold is a wonderful director. Like, this is going to be a very telling sign of how shitty Lucasfilm truly is. If Indiana Jones 5 shits the bed, and it's this creatively bankrupt story like the Star Wars sequels, then it ain't him, and it really is. It's always been her, but... You know, maybe it's her in Star Wars because she doesn't like Star Wars. It's George's thing. She's got some whatever vendetta people talk about. All right, fine. She was involved since the first Indiana Jones movie. 
I'm sure she has some kind of connection to it because if it wasn't for those movies being a hit, you probably wouldn't have a career you do. So don't ruin them. Gentlemen, I have a proposition for you here. Yeah. So I, I was looking up Indiana Jones 5, and I had problems because I kept trying to put a J in Indiana. Um, <laughs> in Latin. <laughs> so Indiana Jones 5 comes out in June of 2023. Let's all get together to watch this movie and commiserate and mourn together. Oh. Uh, let's let's go on a last crusade, boys. Yes, where should we folks in the chat? Where should we go on our last crusade to? I was thinking somewhere I don't know. Where do we go? I'd say let's do a better movie. United States. <laughs> okay. Well, I was gonna say continental United States, yes, Dion, also better movie. Um what's what state should we have our last crusade in where we see Phoebe Walrus bitch become, you know, Indiana Jones? Louisiana. Yeah, Ooh, New be- Orleans is always a good lure. Yeah. I was thinking Albuquerque, New Mexico, but that's just for selfish ass reasons. I mean, we could always we could we, we could always do what is it? The, the the whiskey or bourbon trail from Kentucky to Ohio. Oh, there is that. Ooh. There is that. Yeah. Although June, June would be the start of chili season in the Hatch Valley. And we could do the chili trail. Or we could go to Scottsdale, Arizona, where there's White Castle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I crave. Yeah, I mean, bourbon. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, Dion, come on. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna throw my hat for the bourbon trail because it's close to Cincinnati and I can just zip up and see my mom. So that's yeah. yeah and yeah. it's not too far from St. Louis where there's White Castle as well. So, yeah, well, you know, bourbon trail. But yeah, we'll see the movie in St. Louis up. because of selfish ass reasons. Nikendo, if you want White Castle, I can take you to 30 different White Castles in the greater Cincinnati area. So we can go get a Crave case made up of a single burger from every different White Castle if you want. Let's do it in Louisville and look for Jim Cornette. That's fine. <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker. You went inside Jones 5. Terrible movie. Fuck yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I say, I, I, yeah, I say we go on a drunken journey of our of our own and then go watch the shitty movie. Just to... Fuck it. Why don't we go get a stabbing cabin? Wags involved in everything. I'm down. Yeah. Kid will uh, be a year old a by of, then. A... He'll be still shitting himself, but not crying as much. <laughs> Bring him too. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's there's a lot, there's a lot of moonshine in Tennessee, so yeah, we can do that. Yeah. D two can show them how to you know try to swim in a hot tub. It'll be great. <laughs> James and Shane suggests Portland. Well, James, that is the location of Wokebusters, so yeah. uh, I think we're not we're not welcomed back in Portland after the events of Wokebusters. I'm surprised we're not in jail, but they did. <laughs> I, I don't think we'd be invited into Portland regardless of Wokebusters. <laughs> Agree. L- l- listen, uh, listen. We'll be we'll we'll be invited if if me or Dion goes first. It, it, it's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> they don't like you, me, or Dion. For some reason, they like Kendo in Portland. Yet they're so because <laughs> of high credit score. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that would kind of fit the narrative because they love you guys. They love you guys to the end of the earth. They just don't want you to move into their neighborhood. <laughs> That's usually how these things go. They're like. Oh, we, you know, th- their lives matter. We love them. One's buying a house next to you. Oh, no, we can't have that. The property values and all that other shit. <laughs> I live uh, next to you guys. So, speaking of Portland, should I show one of the Wokebusters pages? I'm going to show it the update. Yes. 
All right, cool. That was a quick yes. Uh, I have to make sure it's not the page with the tits. So let me just pick the specific. Yeah, page. yeah be very careful about that. Yeah. Remember, I'm just Elon sure. Musk doesn't own YouTube. Susan yeah. does. She doesn't like yeah. this. So folks, I'm always I'm only sharing one of the pages. I'm going to be. I got about seven new. God ones damn it, Adam Shawhan. I'm not going to fix it in post. Yeah. Just like the Avengers, boys. The fucking. That's how they <laughs> the did fucking... it. They wore uh, green suits and tennis balls. It fucking worked. Yeah. <laughs> So here's a page from Wokebusters. This is the one without boobs, so I'm just going to show this one for now. But this is the Stay Woke Trigglypuff Man. Uh, there's this red creature that you can see up here, uh, one of the evil beasts, and it eats it. And so the Stay Woke Trigglypuff Man is a disgusting amalgamation of all the ugly wokeness in the world. What happens in the story is there are, there are some human bad guys but all this wokeness stuff turns these terrible people into these crazy, colorful monsters. And something happens with this guy, and he ingests all of this shit and becomes the Stay Woke Trigglypuff Man. So, uh, yeah, it's an ugly, disgusting creature. And now let me cut away real quick so I can share one more page because I'm in the mood. I just don't want to get banned on YouTube because of the boobs. But, yeah, here we go. Let me share this one as well. Uh, this is coming together wonderfully, if I may say so myself. And, yeah. Just have to be prepared. The, there we are, Dion. There we are, Nick. Kendo, I'm sorry you're, sorry you're not on this page that I'm sharing, but you're right. in the book. I dig it. I'm not, I don't have that big an ego. That's okay. You you have some of my favorite lines. I know. I read some of them, and I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I would say in this situation. I'm about three pages removed from my absolute favorite joke in the story, but... I'll just wait till it's in this form to share with you and the audience. But folks, I'm not going to share every single page of Wokebusters. Make sure you guys go over to wokebusterscomic.com. I have a new ad campaign and a new thing I've been working on. I have another cover, all sorts of exciting things. But I had a great opportunity that uh, took up some of my time. And now I'm back fully committed. And I'm going to have a nice long update uh, on Indiegogo. I wanted to wait for these pages to get lettered and I needed a couple revisions. As soon as that's taken care of, uh, this will be shared publicly and we will talk more about the project because it's funny. It's I'm loving working on it. Everybody that I share with loves it and you're going to want to get it because it's the funniest comic of 2022. Nick, where did it go? You find out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So that's Wokebusters. That's, that's two pages of Wokebusters. Are we driving a Volkswagen? We are. Remember, nice. the Wolfbusters start a business. That doesn't mean they have a ton of capital. We have to use our white man credit score to get our headquarters in Portland. <laughs> we, we bought out an old destroyed brewery and we turned it into our headquarters because what's, I don't know, beer culture is the coolest shit. So why wouldn't we buy an old brewery? Plus, it really makes sense store. to me. I was just double checking because I saw the front of that car. I'm like, oh shit, that looks like the logo for a Volkswagen. Actually, it's the Shitbusters logo on the car. That's, that's where we have some money invested in the car. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. So, folks, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we, we got to use the last of the petty cash to, uh, you know, to, to buy that, to buy the symbol for the front of the car. That is the last use for the that petty Chinese cash ornament. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about Star Wars because we're a couple of weeks removed from Obi Wan. We're a week removed from our Force May the Fourth Be With You event, and then, uh, yeah, there's Star Wars celebration in the coming weeks. So, guys, Obi Wan drops. I'm not super excited because of what it's going to do to the lore of Star Wars. Uh, we are not the biggest um, fans of altering the history of something just because the new property demands it. 
I'm a firm believer that if you're making something based on Star Wars, that you need to follow the original movie to a fault because it's a continuation. I don't want your artistic interpretation. I want a further adventure in this saga. So the talk of the town is that they're altering um, Obi-Wan and Anakin. They're meeting again, but he's not wearing his mask. So Ewan McGregor has been talking about the series in public and it's great. You know, he's excited to be in it. He's talking about it very po uh, positively. He's even gone on to talk about how he's been paid more for this show. So Disney's keeping him happy in that way. But, and before I get into the but, are you guys happy that he's being taken care of? Does it even matter to you? I am happy. I mean, it, hopefully that re that translates to the show being good. I mean, I'm correct. Not, I'm not holding out a lot of hope, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm happy that they're at least taking it seem to be rather taking it seriously with you and being back because you know pretty much the the, the overall thought was that he's never going to play Obi Wan again. Now that we're getting it back, getting him back. Um, it makes me feel a little bit better. But hey, I thought the same thing about Tamara Morrison doing Boba. So. So we'll we'll see, man. It's just you know, Disney has is has wasted so much capital. You know, I'm not I'm not married to it being good, but hey, it's 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 a good sign that Ewan seems to be happy. But again, he could just be a good company man, and 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 he could be telling himself, hey, this is what I signed up for. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it until until people know differently, and then I'll be honest about it. But hey, until that happens, I'm gonna take his word for it. Well. Yeah. Do you want to take his word for what's next? It's going to piss you off. Uh, oh. I never met Darth Vader. I had to rehearse a scene with Vader, but not with the uh. helmet on or anything like that. When we came to do the scene, when they shouted action, we had to come from behind. He had to come from behind me. I shouted or I turned around and fucking Darth Vader was coming at me. It was like I was six again. I've never acted into Vader's helmet. I'd never looked into his eye. I'd never look him in the eye. I'm out. You fucked up. You fucked up. And it's not it's not uh, fans reading too much into this because Entertainment Weekly put out an article yesterday, which I'm going to make a video of very angrily, how Obi-Wan changes the meaning behind a classic Star Wars line. What's the line in question? The circle is now complete. <sighs> yeah, they fucked off. up. That, that, that's it. No, I'm 100% I'm out. I was going to give this show a chance. I'm done now. Vader and Obi-Wan do not meet. For that 19-year period between the end of episode three until they fight again on the Death Star where Obi-Wan gives him up so that way he can become more powerful if he gets struck down by being a force ghost and helping Luke and possibly, you know, checking on some chick showers because that's what I would do. But, you know, that's that that's the whole thing. We have this gap of time. He's in hiding. He's on this fucking shitty-ass desert planet that Nick would be pissed about. And... <laughs> The whole thing is the fact that the two of them are gone. He thinks Obi-Wan's dead. He doesn't know for sure because he's too busy screaming about the fact that he fucking killed his wife, which, uh, you know, unlike OJ, didn't happen. And so that's it. That's the whole thing right there is we have this 19-year gap. The two of them don't meet because even Vader says on the Death Star, when they're on there, I sense something, a presence I haven't felt since. And then he walks off because he can tell that Obi-Wan is still fucking alive, or at least he knows somebody with a Force ability is still alive and is clearly there, and it's a familiar thing to him. Who else would be familiar enough to Anakin slash Darth Vader at that point and that juncture, except for maybe one or two people, 
that he is unconfirmed with whether or not they still exist in this universe. And Obi-Wan is one of them. So if they're going to fucking fight on this TV show, fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, Lucasfilm. I'm done. I'm done. I've been done for a while. I'm extra done now. Go suck a dick. Fuck you. I'm fucking finished. Fuck you. (laughs) Just No, just dig up the lore. Take everything that is there that has been put in place. Don't expand on anything else. Just take what is already there that we already know and just smash it into a fucking ball of unrecognizable bullshit. And then say, here, take this. We'll know you take it because you're going to love it. And yeah, there's going to be a bunch of fucking douchebag chuds on the internet that will take anything Star Wars. You could take a fucking giant pink fucking cock 18 inches long and write Star Wars on the side of it. And those motherfuckers will line up to buy it because it's Darwin's. Fuck you. You're what's wrong because you will take anything they fucking give you and suck it down. I have nothing to add to that. Well said. Yeah, and no, 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 and that's no, and that's one hundred percent true. And here's the thing: like, and and their logic. I've heard this from a lot of people who are like that, who will suck anything down that has stars on it. They said, "Oh, if you know, if if we if if we give them attention, tell them we like this. The next thing will the next thing will be better. The next thing will make sense. The next thing will part of it will be you know will make sense in part of the lore, and it'll be better. It's like they've been trying this for six and for six years now." It hasn't gotten any better. It's gotten fucking worse. Um, how many more like, how many more chances do you want to give them to this shit? Like, it, it, at some point, you just have to be like, "I'm done." You know, you have to get out of this abusive relationship and be like, "I'm, I'm fucking out. I'm gonna go find somebody who, who likes me for me, um, and who can treat Not me nice." You hang with Leonardo, or you know that guy <laughs> from Fargo. I think his name was Steve. <laughs> but that's all this is. It's just like. You know, like the, the 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 true fans, the ones who actually know the lore and actually know wh- how how it's supposed to be, have left a long time ago. Now it's just the ancillary fans, the the, the shitty ones, like Kendo says, the ones who only see the word Star Wars and have to flock to it because it says that. And that's the problem. You know, the the normies and the people who don't know shit. The Funko Pop generation. Thank you. Yes, the Funko Pop generation. Yeah. I know some douchebags that I don't give a shit what they do. It could be Star Wars. It could be a dead fucking bloated donkey on the side of the road. And they will watch that for two hours. Just watching this fucking corpse in the process of desiccation. Just be like, God, that was the best Star Wars movie I ever saw. Dude, that was great. Did you love that part where the fucking donkey just continued to rot in the sun? And they will think it's the greatest thing ever because fucking Star Wars was slapped on the side of it. Those people are fucking stupid. And if they tell me it's a great movie, I'm going to tell them, fuck you, we're not friends anymore. I'm not willing to break friends over a whole lot of things, but I'm willing to break friends over this shit because this stuff is fucking stupid. We're at the point now where they are seriously laughing in your face and reaching into your pocket, not giving you the fucking tuggy that you want them to give you. No, you're going to have to pay for that somebody else. You're going to just have your money taken, and you're going to walk around all day having this weird fucking epiphany thinking, oh, yes, Tower's is the best place ever. No, it's not. It's been in a fucking shithole for eight years, but you keep fucking sucking at the tit, and they keep just giving you poison milk, and you're going to keep loving it because you're too fucking stupid to get it. You think more is better. Fuck you. Again, I have nothing to add. Well said. That's how I fucking feel. <laughs> My kid will only know three movies. He might know six, but he's only known three for sure. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith was a good one to show him. I, I 100% I'll, agree. Three for sure. I'll, go six. Six I'll go six, but I won't go nine. My nephew, the day he told me that episode nine was his favorite movie, I wanted to slap the shit out of him. 
But I'm like, Wait, he's he 11. He doesn't know any better. And he's not, you know, he's only half blood. He's not full blood. I can disown him. <laughs> Is that why you moved? That's why I moved, Jeff. That's actually a painful story. I moved because my nephew actually liked the sequel trilogy. I'm like, I can't deal with this. I got to move to the desert. <laughs> I, I feel your pain. I understand it, brother. <laughs> that makes sense, man. I, you know, I, I understand that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't move to the desert, though, but, you know. I just said moving because you know you wouldn't move to the desert. Why am I surprised? <laughs> yeah, let let let's let's set Nick's racism aside for right now and just talk about how <laughs> Lucasfilm has no problem with just punching people in the nose and taking their money, and the fact that people are too fucking stupid to realize that they'll just keep coming back for more. You deserve it. You deserve to have your lore shit on if you just want to keep coming back. You are the fucking sheep in the pen and it getting fucking blasted in the head with the bolt gun. You are that sheep. You're stupid. And I have no respect for you. Yeah, these Again, the, the, are the same people. These are the same people who who, who saw Halloween 2018. It's like, oh, it's, you know, Carpenter's going to come back and, you know, write and direct and and, and Nick Castle's going to come back and be the shape. And we're, we're going to have um, Jamie Lee Curtis be back and saw that. And was just kind of like, oh, this sounds good. It's like, no, dumbass. They're honey dicking you. Don't give mm -hmm. it any fucking money. But like 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 morons, a lot of people did. We have to come up with a, a name for that type of film because I they just copy The Force Awakens. That's what it is. It's just The Force Awakens effect. That's what I'll, we'll coin the term here. Halloween follows the Force Awakens effect. The Matrix Resurrections follows the Force Awakens effect. Well, all, all it is, all, all it is, is like, and, and this has happened. This happened in horror as well when they really did a bunch of remakes, you know, after like oh six or something like that. This is the same thing that happened where they were just kind of like, oh, there was a shiny new thing. It's like, oh, dude, we're gonna bring you these these nostalgic member berries uh, for this IP that you that you know about, and you're you, you're gonna come in and watch it. That's when they, that's when. Platinum Dunes, uh, Michael Bay's company uh, owned a lot of that stuff, and um, made those made those really, really, really cheap sequels with like kids who didn't know any better and got paid shit. They made them for like I don't know under ten million or around that around that price, and they're just pumping them out like crazy. Did you see the trailer for uh, Halloween Kills dropped at CinemaCon today? Oh, God damn it! I don't care. I really don't care. Evil dies tonight, Nick. Yeah, 40 years ago, evil dies tonight. I know. <laughs> if folks, if you ever want to tempt fate, play our Halloween <laughs> drinking game. You might not make it. That's honestly, that's not a, a cheap plug. That's a fucking precautionary measure. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't play the game. Because what is it? 40 times they say evil dies tonight in that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was uh, a fucking 48 million. I'll joke aside. If I wanted to pull up the numbers, I could pull up the numbers. Yeah, because yeah, because some somebody yeah, because somebody actually like fucking calculated it for us. It was yeah, it was insane. Um, but it, it's 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 the same shit with that man. It's just kind of like they want to take these recognizable IPs, make you think they're doing something great with them, and then give you dog shit instead. That's really what it is. And it's, oh, it's especially, I mean, like I feel, I feel really bad for the Halloween franchise because it's it, there are like six timelines in that shit now. There are six separate timelines in that whole fucking. Um, franchise, it's 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 retarded. Do you have a preference of which timeline? Um, the original one, Jeff. The original one. <laughs> so one through God. So it really gets just one through H two O, and then it restarts. Or no, sorry, it goes one two. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's 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 it, it, it's like one through one through six, one through five. Oh. 
three's not connected and six seven which is h2o undoes parts three four five and six this is really hard yeah exactly there's a diagram you can get for this yeah, I'm just trying to play mental gymnastics since the Olympics sucked this year. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's like it's it's like one, two, one, two, three. Sorry, one, two, four, five, and then six. I think is like how it goes. I just want to watch Halloween's one, two, and three. And that's it, dude. Um, once again, have a soft spot for for Halloween Resurrection. It is it is it is it is terribly bad, but it's so much fun. Fucking love that movie. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> So, Nick, the thing about Halloween, uh, that movie, is that it just pisses me off. Like, Halloween uh, Resurrection isn't the worst movie ever made, nor is it the worst Halloween film ever made. But it's it's like nothing of a movie where it's like people sit around, they talk, they're, they have that webcam shit. Oh, yeah. But it's oh, never yeah. scary. It's just kind of like. But, but also, here's the thing. You can tell that movie was never meant to be a Halloween movie because you can put any killer in that in his spot and it becomes that movie then. True. It's not meant to, it's not meant to be a Halloween movie. Somebody wrote a script, pitched it to their buddy, and somehow it got roped into being a Halloween movie because they needed to reprise a franchise because it had been dead for a bit. Or they or the, or, or they needed to make another movie after fucking H2O. They're like, "Oh, we'll do this one. We'll make we'll, we'll make it seem like Michael didn't you know, didn't actually you know, put put his mask on somebody else when he when he crushed the dude's larynx, and you know she cut off somebody else's head. <laughs> I remember hearing that at the beginning part, and you know about her mistaking mistaking Michael for somebody else that had had Michael like his mask on on the dude. And I was like, this is so goddamn retarded. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I I'm just thinking back to Jamie Lee Curtis and her terrible wig in Halloween Resurrection. Oh God, it was so terrible. I'm glad she dies in the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. So we will not be excitedly reviewing the new Halloweens, but we'll find a way to turn it into a drinking game so we can get through it together. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Obi Wan. Um, yeah, I, I've never cared for the show. I'm once again, I've been done for the, with the ship for a while. I just, I just don't care. I didn't even, I didn't even watch any any book of Boba Fett. I. I'm done. I'm beyond done. And and I'm in a weird place where I want to give Star Wars a chance because it is important to me. It has been uh, hugely impactful in my life. And the old stuff is still good. You know, uh, the original trilogy is still one of the best trilogies ever made. It's up there. I can't I can't decide if it's better than, you know, just their pure Indiana Jones trilogy. Uh, is Back to the Future a better trilogy than Star Wars? There are a couple solid ones that are hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. you know what's the best folks in the chat tell us what the best trilogy is in your opinion and tell us why uh i love to read what you like but tell me why you like it it's uh it's more fun for me but star wars uh it's they're gonna do a new animated anthology which could be interesting but anytime they try to change the timeline or add more to the lore or just alter it I roll my eyes and I, I just can't commit to it. And I even gave the book of Boba Fett a shot. I went and I watched all the episodes with the Mandalorian and I watched the season finale. Uh, I skipped, and I think I even watched the first two episodes. I skipped the biker gang and something else in between. And I have enjoyed Mandalorian, but 
it's hard to be pumped for this one after giving them all of the chances because nothing has been as heinous as the force awakens the last jedi or the rise of skywalker nothing's been as offensive as ray skywalker rose tico admiral holdo poe dameron any of those characters it's not been that bad i gotta be honest with you guys but what it hasn't been is that much better it, you know, I don't need to complain about the Cad Bane design, and I don't need to complain about little aesthetic things here and there. But it's all about is it enjoyable? And like Book of Boba Fett wasn't enjoyable; it was a joke. I can't believe what I sat through. Mandalorian. There are more decent episodes than there are bad episodes, but there's only a truly a handful of truly great ones. We're really grasping at straws with Star Wars, and we're looking to elevate mediocrity to legendary status just because of the brand name that sits in front of what we're watching. And it's not fair to ourselves. It's not fair to entertainment. It's not fair to star Wars. It all deserves better. We deserve better. And you guys that are going to do what you're going to do, but with your wallets, go out and watch it. Don't watch it. Cancel it. Whatever. We're not one of those channels to start a fucking crusade to get you to write a letter campaign to your senators. Why we should change and save star Wars. That's for <laughs> other people. That's old school shit. And that's different. We're here to tell you, do what you want to do, but all I say is just hold these places accountable. Keep them honest with their franchises because it's your money. It's your IP deep down. I know they own it, but it wouldn't mean shit if it wasn't for you. So remember that. True. Jeff, taking a hardline stance right now. Anything that's not written by George Lucas, I ain't watching it and I ain't calling Star Wars. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. Well, my ally is the Force, and a powerful ally it is. Now, Primer, well, hold on, we'll read your Super Chat next. Uh, I gave you guys the opportunity to all pick a number, so I'm going to pick a number here. Uh, hey, Jeff, pick a number between 1 and 69. All right. Me off, all right, man? Jerk somebody else off. This is bullshit. I need, I need $5,000, not $2,000 thing, man. Don't do this to me. Well, look, don't be unreasonable. You're not dealing with Johnny Bananas. Come on, yeah. No, I, I, I know I ain't dealing with Johnny Bananas, but can I have my money? No, look, can I say it slow for you? Look, I need five that five. Thousand dollars. Read my lips. Five thousand dollars is what I need. Yeah. Primer, thank you very much for super chat. He says chocolate bar idea. The herd bar. Dark and nutty. Mm. <laughs> I was gonna say light, like white chocolate and nutty, but <laughs> Amber Heard chocolate bar should be the candy equivalent of a chocolate lava cake. So when you bite the tip, it just leaks that shit everywhere. That's <laughs> yeah. the Amber Heard. <laughs> That's what we do. It's white chocolate with some dark fudge on the inside. <laughs> Xavier to God, thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Just Joe with a very generous super chat. He says, worst acting by an extra. A, the security guard that Arnold kneecaps in Terminator 2. Dude, it's funny you brought that up. I was watching that scene the other day and thought how terrible that guy did. Yeah. B, the SWAT team guy that gets wounded in Die Hard. Yeah, they're pretty shitty too. And see the henchmen in Under Siege after they open the booby trap door. Oh, God. Um, and you know what? I'm going to go with D. The extras during the bear fucker scene and super troopers. They had no idea what to do. <laughs> yeah. I know this because I watched it with the commentary. And yeah, like, yeah. We told them how to act and what to do, and they just improvised and acted like they didn't know what they were doing. So I'm going with that. D. Yeah, and the, 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 there are some asshole kids there, too. Yeah. Yeah, so the bear fucker scene that that we're going with that bear fucker. I'm gonna throw two out here. Uh, first off, one from Return of the Jedi, because when Luke Skywalker lands and kicks the guy in the face, uh, he 
doesn't kick him in the face. You can clearly see he misses him, and the guy throws his gun very slowly. So he's a pretty terrible uh, guy. But probably Teen Wolf, the one whose dick pops out of his pants at the end of the movie. Mm. Yeah, that's a classic. That's a classic. I don't know. I want to follow or follow this rabbit trail or rabbit hole, excuse me, because there are a lot of terrible actor war, excuse me, extras in movies. Oh, the guy from Batman Forever, the fucking security guard. Well, he doesn't count. He's just a supporting character. Fine. The guy from Batman Forever that goes, it's Batman, as he points to the sky and falls down. Uh, that guy, yep. he's a terrible extra. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's actually next take- on the docket for us. We watched we watched Batman 89 and we watched Batman Returns. And she's like, I don't want to watch old movies. I'm like, these are quality movies, though. And then she's like, is there another one after this one? I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, there's actually another one called Batman Forever. We'll watch that. Is there any more after that? Oh, God damn it. No, 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 no. Uh, no, it went to the, 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 the ones that we watched already. You know, the Dark Knight and all that stuff. And then, you know. What, what did she think of the Batman movie so far? The old um, she she sort of liked the first Batman movie. She mostly liked Batman Returns, and the only reason why she only sort of liked the first Batman movie was I sat down and said, "I'm going to watch Batman. It's on HBO Max." Oh, that's old. I don't want to watch it. Okay, go about your day. And damned if she didn't sit down like an hour and a half into the movie and start asking fucking questions like every other goddamn time. I sit down and start watching everything. This happened with Breaking oh Bad. She didn't start watching Breaking Bad until halfway through season two. And then I had to fucking answer everything about what's happened before then. She, she Same thing with Better Call Saul. She started watching it about two seasons in. Same thing with The Wire. She didn't really care about The Wire until season two. And then it's like, why is he on the boat? I thought he was a detective. Why are, why are they talking about these guys? What happened to the black guys in the last season? I'm just like, God damn it. Why can't you just fucking watch something from the beginning? Like I I'll do. make you a $5 bet, Kendo. She's going to love Batman forever. She probably will because it's a lot more cartoony. It's like I, I, the other day we were having breakfast and I turned on an episode from uh, on Tubi from Batman, the, the TV series from back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And it was, that's the Penguin? Yeah. He didn't look like the guy from the movie. Yeah, I, I know. This is a different time. That's Burgess Meredith. He's one of the greatest actors we've ever had. He's not fat. I, okay, I, I get read that. something about him where he used to get action figures of penguins from his listeners and he used to display them in his house. Like no matter how many he got, yep. he kept yep. them. Yeah, I, I heard that shit too. That makes sense because, you know, Burgess Meredith was a great actor. He was. He's in the best Twilight Zone episodes. He's an all-time great. I mean, he's mm-hmm. old school, old school. but Dude, yeah. he was the best part of the fucking grumpy old men movies. It's like you're like, oh, I... fuck. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, that's a hell of a combination. Those guys are fantastic together. They aren't, but you add Burgess Meredith to it, he's the best fucking part. My grandma took me to see that movie in theaters, and I don't remember it. Watch them again, because they were fantastic. I'll give them a shot. I love comedies. Dude, those are great comedies. Lemon and Mathow are perfect together. And like I said, you throw Burgess Meredith in there, and he is just... Essentially, think of it this way. Jack Lemon is the tonic water. Walter Matthau is the gin. And Burgess Meredith is the lime and the straw that stirs the drink. All right. Sold. <laughs> yeah, sold. 
Now, Xavier God, thank you very much for your super chat. He says, what's your favorite comic book Spider-Man suit outside the classic red and blue, the black suit, and the iron spider suit? Can be any Spider-Man. Well, Xavier God, my third favorite is one you haven't listed. It's the black and white Future Foundation costume. That thing was such a stark contrast to what had come before it, it caught my eye. I was hooked. Now, I'm a very old-school Spider-Man fan. I know I complain about a lot of stuff. I don't mind costume variations for one or two issues, but at the end of the day, Spider-Man's always a broke guy, and his suit is just cloth. It's not nanotechnology. It doesn't have anything underneath. It's just a fucking... It's some, it, sometimes it looks like a sweatshirt. Sometimes it shrinks. Sometimes it's whatever. So I'm, the reason I'm so dogmatic about that aspect of the character is because it's so important to the character. So his suit should always reflect his financial status. Isn't it strange that he could get a million-dollar suit of armor? Yeah, so that kind of ruins the illusion for me. But from a design standpoint, I'm open to all sorts of stuff as long as it doesn't stay away from the original for too long. I even like Ben Riley's costume. I think that's a great-looking suit. Uh, I liked Superior Spider-Man. Kane looked good with his black and red design as of late. Like I said, they're all good for toys and other shit. Just keep Peter Parker in that classic suit. Same goes for Superman. Uh, some variation of the traditional Batman suit. They're icons. They're great. And I don't hear people complaining about them. I hear comic book companies, <clears throat> people like Joe Casada at the top at the time, who were like, we're going to shake things up to, to boost sales. Like, I stopped buying Spider-Man, Xavier to God, when he picked up the Iron Spider suit. That's not a joke. I was reading Spider-Man at the time. I was invested. I hated the suit. I quit for a couple issues. I went right back to back in black. And then I realized those issues were worth a lot of money, and I got lucky and picked them up really quickly. So I have those. But um, do you guys have any costumes you want to add into that? I'm a big fan of uh, Ben Riley, the original Scarlet Spider, that turquoise, that sweatshirt. That's one of my favorite ones. It's so 90s, bro. I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know enough about Spider-Man to, to comment. Uh, Miles Morales. Movie. He is the best Spider-Man out there. That's, <laughs> that's the wrong card. Sorry. Um, if that suit was on Peter Parker, I would like that suit a little more. I, I think it's a cool So design. I meant exactly what I said then. Uh, the Miles Morales <laughs> suit, but on Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny really likes the, the Air Force ones. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I I prefer my uh my Spider Man to wear Jordans. Yeah, me too. That's that's how you know he's a real OG. Right. That's how he gets that, that extra lift when he jumps. Yeah, he doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, the Jordan. Correct. Uh Spider Man twenty ninety nine, you definitely get some uh, I give him some love. I enjoy Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Again, he's uh, Miguel O'Hara, so I don't talk about the non-Peter Parker versions. But if you want a fun crossover story, folks, I highly suggest reading Spider-Man meets Spider-Man 2099. It's from uh, maybe 95? Don't hold me to the year. And I don't know if Rick Leonardi was the artist, but it's a solid book. It looks good. And I think it's just like a, a, a maxi-sized book, so it's a little bigger than normal. But it's just one book. So go out and read Spider-Man versus Spider-Man 2099. Tell me what you think. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Wait, there we go. Okay. Um, sorry, I jumped ahead. Let me go back a minute. There we are. Xavier Degas has a good question for all of us. Uh, best Raw GM and SmackDown GM? Nick, you can just answer Brie Larson. Uh, Brie Larson. My favorite GM is Eric Bischoff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I gotta say, fish off, and I'm gonna show a little love. I think I think Stephanie was a great GM of SmackDown. Yeah, back in the day, she was. Yeah. No, no love for the 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 Hornswoggle uh, anonymous GM. That was stupid. Paul Heyman was good. He yeah. he's my second favorite behind Stephanie. I th- I think he is one of the best GMs of SmackDown ever too. Remember when Kurt Angle was the GM for a couple weeks? Yep, yep. That and that was a great storyline when he got busted mm-hmm. for faking being in a wheelchair. Now, if you count Commissioner Mick Foley as a GM, he's my absolute favorite. Yes, that was fucking golden. Have you ever seen the interview where he said, we ended it after a year, but nobody could understand why we ended it and we should have done it longer? Yeah. Mick, I mean, just said that's like his words 20 years later. Commissioner Mick Foley had way more life in it. I hated like, I liked Eric Bischoff coming in, but man, there was just more time with that fun. When Bischoff I mean, came in that's wrestling, the story of like really anything WWE that's really good. It's like, we ended it, but we don't know why. Well, yeah, that's most of WWE. Neither do we. We'd like, like, to the, like the Undertaker streak. We ended it with Brock Lesnar, but we don't know why. Well, we Controversial know why opinion, Randy Orton Brock be Lesnar character. We needed him to bounce back. Brock Lesnar hasn't been interesting in a long time. Well, I would say that, you know, Cowboy, Rancher, Brock – from what little I've watched, is way more interesting than the douchebag Samoan they got, you know, at the head of the table, the tribal Ig- queef. Acknowledge him. No. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm not going to acknowledge you, Roman, because you suck. It's been not since John Cena has there been a less enjoyable world champion. Well, it's funny. He's more enjoyable now than, he, than he's been since being in the Shield. Uh, you know, as He's still kind of bar one set real high though. I I like this Roman a hell of a. It's actually more entertainment than before, where he's just the good guy, overcoming the odds over and over again. Yeah, but that bar is not set real high. I mean, you had suffering succotash, fucking Roman (laughs) Reigns that can't remember his fucking lines, and you're saying, "Well, this Roman Reigns with the mouthpiece that's an asshole and's got fucking veneers is way better than that one." Well, yeah, it's like saying getting kicked in the balls is, you know, not as bad as getting kicked in the neck. It's like, yeah, I'd rather be kicked in the balls than the throat, but, you know, what do I know? Listen, I will take – give me uh, – that, that, that was it, go home for SmackDown, you know, where he's leaning into being an asshole. It's a hell of a lot better, man. It's, a, it's way better than Sucker Sucker Tash. It's it's not great, but even even last year, the shit that he was doing with – with Daniel Bryan and Edge, I was actually like, okay, you know, it was, it was, it's a silly saying, but that whole smash them, stack them, pin them, I was like, okay, it's, it's, it's a hell of a lot better than fucking the big dog and the this is my yard bullshit. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I just, I want someone else in that position. It's just been too long. Okay. WWE is in this position of constantly keeping the roster almost one to one. Dude, when we went to WrestleMania uh, 31 in 2015, we saw the same guys on the card. The main event was two-thirds of the same people. Like, yep. that's not good. Qu- Look, unless you have a Hulk Hogan, I don't think you need to have a star on top that long. Stone Cold only main evented a few years in a row. The Rock was only a, a full-time wrestler for less than five years. I mean, these big stars didn't stick around forever they made you miss them they made you want jeff i i've got some good news for you so 
Vince supposedly wants Roman to be the greatest champion of all time. And, and, and to do that, I mean, the easiest thing to do would to keep the belt on him for the longest time of all time. And that's only six more years. And then he passes Bruno's, you know, initial record. So that's all you got to do. You just got to wait six more years. I could deal with that. Yeah. So by WrestleMania 45, then you can go to WrestleMania and, you know, maybe see some young up-and-coming town like John Cena win it for the 17th time. Oh, God, I just want to puke now. I do think he'll lose at WrestleMania 38. Sorry, 39. Yeah. I would I would like to think he'd lose before then, but I'm a dipshit, and I actually have hope. I think yeah, he's going well, uh, to win it back. I'm, my guess is going to win it back at the Rumble or something. My thought is, <laughs> since they haven't like dragged out a new title to be the unified title... That he's gonna lose one of them at like SummerSlam, but keep another one, and then, dude, yeah. you know that they're 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 throbbing hard in the pants for the idea of The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania next year. But The Rock, I, I have a hard time thinking he's gonna commit to that because it's like I can make this much money, you know, doing a movie, or I could risk getting hurt like I did last time for this much money. Yeah, yeah, but you talking about Cena. being done in the ring. I yeah, I you know I. I, I was definitely on board with that too, but I can't remember when he said it, but here pretty recently. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm getting too old for this. I don't think he's going to take a, a championship. Even if he loses it, you know, the next night, I don't think he's going to, it's just, this dude's almost 50 and he'll be older next year. So I don't think that's really the concern. WWE doesn't have a star. Yeah. Agree. You can't, you had to, they can't you build old Steve Austin for this WrestleMania. What yep. else are you going to do? That's the only way you can get the big numbers anymore because Vince McMahon got burned by Hogan, Austin, Rock, and a couple other people, because Rowdy Roddy Piper. They became bigger stars or big stars outside of wrestling, and they didn't need him. So what happened is Vince McMahon stopped creating wrestling superstars, and they created the WWE brand as the thing they sold. So instead of selling you, like, when we were kids or growing up, it's like, who's your favorite wrestler? And you were fucking there for them. Now they want to sell you this fucking dumbass sideshow where everybody's your favorite and everybody's an entertainer and everybody sings and dances and does goofy shit. Fuck that. That's why nobody buys this shit. And you have to get guys that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Okay, Vince isn't in his 80s, but close. But you get these guys that are way past their prime to pop a buy rate because you need it. It's not fun nostalgia. The WWE is in a situation where they need to do this because Austin Theory ain't selling tickets. The people that came to WrestleMania that sold the ticket, the performers were the outside people. The people, uh, the Stone Colds, hell, Pat McAfee, an outsider when I worked for the company, but like Jake he, Paul. Jake, Logan God, Paul. I can't believe he did a decent job at WrestleMania. It hurt me to say How bad is that? How, how much of an indictment on your roster is it when fucking Logan Paul does a better job performing than most of them? Yeah. I would say he did a better job, but he definitely. You know, still don't get me wrong. Fuck Logan Paul, but I, you know, I, 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 I was impressed. But to your point, you know, that's why they were so reluctant to put the rocket ship on Daniel Bryan, and why everyone got so frustrated because it happened organically, and and he does not want that. He does not want organic champions. See, Rusev organic stars because they either move on or they become. The brand, you know, and that's why Cena was so fucking pushed to the moon and why we're getting, 
you know, it took it took a main event at WrestleMania to get booed before we finally got something different with Roman. He's just this just his his desire his need to not let the fans pick who they want, but you'll like who we tell you to like is is fucking crazy. It's so yeah. frustrating, you know. But again, because yeah, they have no organic stars. So yeah, we gotta bring back Stone Cold for a night to beat on Kevin Owens. You know, we've got fucking Sami Zayn losing to Johnny fucking Knoxville, who's in his fifties. You know, it's it's wild, man. It's it's wild. And yes, yeah, sometimes it's kind of fun, but Sami Zayn didn't get anything out of that. You know, no. he's not over because no. of that match. Kevin Owens, again, don't get me wrong. We talked about it when we were there. I love seeing So Cold again. But fucking Kevin Owens should have won that match. You know, it's yeah. just they, they pretend to want to protect the business, but then they do shit. You know, when you have someone come back, it's to put the other – someone has to benefit from it. And nobody benefits from this shit. It's just, it's just frustrating. I would say that Kevin Owens would benefit from main eventing part of WrestleMania with Stone Cold, win or lose, because it's not like it was a squash match. However, they have followed that up with him being in a program with a shaven drifter, Elias Sampson, going by the name Ezekiel now, claiming to be the brother of Elias, doing bullshit comedy sketches and lie detectors with Shorty G, a.k.a. Uh, Chad Gable, on um, TV. So it's like you could build on something where this guy gets the rub from Austin even though he loses, but you go ahead and drop the ball because now you have him dealing with some guy who shaved his beard and is claiming to be the younger but brother of a guy that was in your it company. What works more? What works more? This dude, Austin, came back in his home. I mean, winning, beating Kevin Austin Owens. would work way more. I get yeah. that. I 100% yeah. get that. Yeah. But you could at least build on the fact that he wrestled Austin, may have lost Austin by doing something with him productive, but no, we have him in ha-ha comedy bullshit with fucking Ezekiel, you know, who's just a shaved beard younger brother of Elias when – you know, we're not fucking stupid enough to realize that Elias and Ezekiel are the same fucking person. It is the same guy. He just doesn't have a beard right. anymore. It's That's just, so dumb. That's you know, the they problem. The they got the audacity to talk about, hey, Red Norton's been here for 20 years, and they bring up his match with Mick Foley. He fucking beat Mick Foley. Yep. We're having a different conversation if Mick Foley wins. You know, when Edge came back, and they're talking about WrestleMania, and they were showing the bill for that, and they're showing him and Mick Foley. He beat Mick Foley. Mick yeah, didn't win those matches. Because Randy Orton was in a great. He's exciting. He put the other guy over because there's no he has no business winning those matches. Yeah, but look at the point in Randy Orton's career. Kevin Owens is a world champion. He's kind of on the downslide. He has nothing left to prove. They can give him a Royal Rumble win, some ancillary titles. The dude's been around the WWE for, what, like, seven years now? Right, hey, that's true. But you enough. don't do anything. It, it still doesn't do anything that Austin won. So you pick the lesser two. Yeah, Austin wins, but he's fucking gone. Yeah, but yeah. you go home happy. And you save WrestleMania night one because if you go home with Kevin Owens win WrestleMania night one, 
everybody's bitter. People might not even come back for night two. They forced their hand. You can't have the biggest star by their metrics ever come back and lose. Look, the, they the keep Rockets paying themselves into the corners. What? They said they keep paying themselves into corners. They can't build a new star because they refuse to do so. And then the stars that they have, they paint themselves into corners and make them fucking fight against legends that they drag ass out of retirement. But it's like, oh, well, we can't we can't have this guy lose to this guy because then people are going to be upset. So they're painting themselves into a corner to where there is no winning in this situation. They have to just do what's best for the situation. And then they're booking fucking pay-per-view to pay-per-view or, I mean, prime premium live event or whatever the fuck they call it these days. And there's no long-term storytelling. That's the problem. Their entire storytelling for the build-up to WrestleMania with Owens versus uh, Stone Cold was simply Owens came out one day and just started shitting on the state of Texas. And then three weeks later, they, you get a promo from Steve Austin that's clearly pre-recorded and clearly was done before Owens did his most recent thing because it doesn't call him out directly. He just says some things and, you know, alludes to the fact he's going to come whoop somebody's ass. But then it's like, what do you do? Do you have Austin get beat in Texas? You're going to piss everybody off. Or do you have, you know, Owens lose? And it's like everybody's happy, but then you didn't really build anything. You gave him the rub of him being in the night one main event against a big, huge, you know, massive star in your company 20 years ago. And then what are you going to – you got to build on that. And then they don't. That's the problem is they don't fucking build on any of this shit. I mean, like you were about to say something about bringing the rock back. You know, the rock come back to what lose to Roman Reigns. How's that supposed to make him a bigger star? The rock hasn't wrestled a match in what eight years. We're not counting the shit against Eric Rowan, the three minute squash, because no one expected that to fucking turn out the other direction. What are you doing? Yeah. You got to build people up. You got to build people. You got to create something. You got to make a face that isn't just, you know, manufactured, something that people actually get behind. But they won't do that. They're booking for three weeks from now instead of what are we going to do in this time next year? Where are we going? Well, I don't even like WrestleMania was good enough, but. I don't even know when backlash is. That's how we watched yeah. all the night after WrestleMania and they went back to the same old shit right away, dude. I can't believe it. Yeah. Let's read our last few super chats and we'll put this baby to bed. Um, <clears throat> SH rebels. 08 asks for a very special button. Well, ask and you shall receive. You found my secret button. Lucky you. Lucky me. Sorry, Dion. Yeah, it works sometimes. Volume four. <laughs> Xavier to God. It is way too <laughs> late for that shit. <laughs> Xavier to God says favorite WWE commentary duo and trio. King and Jr. Yeah, there's no trio. It's just a duo: Gorilla and Bobby. You know who wasn't a team to write home about but didn't suck was Cole and King and JBL and Cole. I thought they were solid, but I wouldn't call my favorite. Yeah, JBL and Cole's up there for me. They're definitely underrated. But that, that era of SmackDown was was pretty pretty good. I think they no. suffer from the whole everybody thinks Michael Cole sucks bias, which is true because that's why I wouldn't rate him because I hate Michael Cole. But 
They weren't bad. Yeah, JBL's solid at everything. Um, I like him. TLJ Scrooge up. Thank you very much. Says, watching Nick Ricada's coverage, and I love the three cops saying, no, Amber didn't cooperate. No, she did not file a domestic violence report. I have to check out Nick Ricada's coverage. I uh, have not. I yeah, those, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those, th those reports are important. You can claim Charlie Wong, but if you don't have any reports, man, it just, yeah, it don't mean nothing. I drink, therefore I am. Thank you very, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, "All hail the team of BS." Dion, have you seen the new Sergeant Slaughter six-inch figure? I haven't. I'm buying it. It's a GI Joe. It's nothing like high-end or crazy expensive. It's a like a twenty-four ninety-nine GI Joe classified, but it looks great. Oh, cool. Damn. Now, folks, if you want a really great Sergeant Slaughter figure, if you want great toys in general, make sure you guys are checking out Thaliverse. Uh, I know Bobby very well. He's a great dude who runs his own toy company, and you guys can check out the Infinity Equation that features Bobby Valla uh, and my friend Laser Pants, as well as Analog Toys. Tony's a great guy as well. And uh, you guys can check out their content. But uh, uh, Bobby has his own Sergeant Slaughter figure in his toy line, so that's a big achievement. And his Sergeant Slaughter looks goddamn good. Um, but I want to get the new one, too. I want both, honestly. Sergeant Slaughter's the shit. Up next, we have our friend. Uh, where are we at here? I know. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much again. He says, jumping on the Dion's point about the media, I'm reading Tom Clancy's executive order book. Came out in 1996, and a person says to the writer for the Washington Post, why would I trust you? You're reporters. Yeah, man. I mean, it's an accurate statement. Journalists yeah. are a bunch of liars. I want to go. Well, back I mean, and... the, well, I mean, there, there used to be, there used to be, you know, searching for the truth and integrity and things like that. That's gone out the fucking window. Yeah, what's truth? Truth is, uh, truth is what, whatever the, whatever the, I don't know, whatever the main big guys want you to think, whatever they think is good. You know, we saw this happen during the fucking pandemic. What, what truth was and what you know what it turned out to be and shit. So. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, though, TLJ Screwjob. Glade Riven, thank you. C-SPAN is great when it's the British House of Commons. <laughs> Man, that shit gets out of hand every now and then. So it does. Cool. It does. They get yeah. They get, they get a little. They get a little rowdy. I want to hear, or I want to watch C-SPAN of the Italian Parliament when they trolled it with the porn. <laughs> that would be actually great. Oh man. Darian217, thank you. Nick's managerial equivalent, final options. I say Shelton Benjamin's mama or Yamaguchi-san or Rajan Singh. It's Rajan Singh, but Yamaguchi-san is an honorable mention. I was about to say he should be Yamaguchi-san. Choppy, choppy, you're a pee-pee. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've heard Nick say that on the set of films before. So, <laughs> Hey, you got to make serious art. Yeah. It films a lot of dudes' asses. I'll say that. <laughs> just that one time, man. Just that one time. Just, hey, you know, people are all. gonna start talking. They're gonna be like, Nick, Nick films a lot of movies. Oh, what kind of movies is ah, there's a lot of dude butts in this, and then it turns into Nick the Power Bottom, and it's like, God damn it, how do I defend this? <laughs> Nick the Power Bottom sounds like a really great short story, like Ryan the Boatmaker. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Nick, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see that fucking kids, kids book. All right, sure. 
I'll write that. Yeah. Nick Powerbottom. Oh my god. I'll draw it with a fake name. <laughs> I'm gonna write it with a fake name. You think I'm gonna use my real name about Nick the Powerbottom? You oh. should be Bob Dole. <laughs> I could do Bobby that. Bill Clinton. Yes. The 1996 presidential election. <laughs> yes. Written by Robert Dole, illustrated by William Clinton. Let's do there this. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if people will piece that together. Yeah, they will, but they won't be able to prove anything. So Nick the Power Bottom's going straight to the New York Times bestseller for kids' books. <laughs> Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, fuck Mary Kill, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Resident Evil 4, or Mortal Kombat Shallon Monks. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for letting me kill Shallon Monks, but I'm going to yeah. marry San Andreas and fuck Resident Evil 4 because San Andreas is next to Goldeneye for my favorite game. I'll take you, you, you know what you, you know what Jeff I'll take the exact same thing. That that sounds that yeah. sounds that sounds exactly. There's right. no other answer. Yeah. I want it to be known that when uh whoever owns the rights to Mortal Kombat re-releases Shallon Monks, I want there to be a blurb on the box that says bullshit game world quest bullshitters. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a bad game just in comparison to those other two masterpieces it's a piece of shit sorry xavier to god i actually don't hate it at all i'm just fucking with you man um tlj screwjob thank you very much he says darn it kendo go back to your shanty but seriously i've added super 53 times nuts addition to my vocabulary so thank you dude the number of times i've used that expression about damn you people why don't you go back to your shanties while working in a previous life is that was like a daily thing. It's like a daily oh, thing. I would just be like, damn these people, why don't they go back to their shanties? And nobody understood it. Nobody well, got well, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, it it yeah, I mean, I understand doing that at your previous job. You did that probably a lot. Yeah. Um now my previous now my current job is like, God damn, I can't believe I get paid to do this. This is awesome. Well, <laughs> speaking of payment, we have some information from TLJ Screwjob. Actually, TLJ Screwjob, I'm going to read all of your Super Chats because, hold on, I'm going to read Darian 217s, and then I'm going to read all five of yours, uh, and then we're going to, and then Johnny Bravo's. So, Darian 217, thank you very much. He says, you hope Alec Baldwin is reaching for that payday in his coat pocket when you're standing in front of him. <laughs> and Damn. Darian 217 uh, wants to let us know that her, Helena Hutchins' family, only got $170,000 or so from the settlement. And then he follows up with 170k after a Hollywood star deleted your wife. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't seem to be a, enough. I mean, if no, if, if, if Alec Bal if Alec Baldwin shows up and shoots my wife, I want more than 170 thousand. I want retiring to a private island to fuck the natives type money. <laughs> okay, Columbus, calm down. Hey, hey, hey. He's a hero, okay? He discovered a new land. You go across an ocean for fucking three and a half, four months, risking scurvy and shit, and tell me that's not a heroic thing. I thought you were getting upset because he called you Columbus from Zombieland, and I was like, well, I hate Jesse Eisenberg, too, so I'd be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that's, the, that's, where, that's where Jeff's head went. It's like, oh, Zombieland. Yeah, that's throw that in there. I mean, I'm even more offended because, fuck you, Jesse Eisenberg sucks. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, he doesn't really suck. It just depends on the movie. I'll give him that. Like, I like American Ultra. I've never seen him in anything that I've ever been like, he's doing a good performance. I've always been like, God, I fucking hate Jesse Eisenberg. Well, I, I'll throw American Ultra out there as a, as a solid movie that I well, think. Well, at, at least he's better than Michael Sierra. Yeah. They're not the they're same. Both, they're both in the same category for me. 
put they're the first ones I'm putting against the wall when the revolution comes. Oh god. So we have a few more uh, from TLJ Screwjob. Thank you very much. He says, um, so you guys don't have a house you can sell or was it a second mortgage? That'll make the interest rate eventually come to $95,000? No. Um, in Wolf Cluster, the three of us, Nick Kendo, or sorry, Nick Dion and I start our business. And when we need capital, well, we use Kendo's white man credit. But our house <laughs> is not available. We actually but- moved to Portland for the work. Yeah, but Jeff, if we were going to buy a house, you know where we could buy it from, right? Savewithconrad.com? Yeah, or buywithconrad.com. Dude, I turned on Grill and JR, Backlash 02. I had to skip the first eight minutes of ads. I listened to he and Paul Bromwell talk for about three minutes, eight, and then Conrad's of, voice Eight minutes in. of ads? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude. There's a lot of ads in the new Jeez. shit. I have unsubscribed from everyone, Kendo. Every I am almost Conrad there. Podcast. So I've under I've unsubscribed from every Conrad podcast except for the one with Shivani, and I pick and choose the ones that he puts out each week. But but he did the thing with Bruce where Bruce was uh, unavailable for the lead up to Mania, and they were putting out the super episodes. And so oh, yeah. I've saved those because it's like WrestleMania seven through ten megasode. And I, I started listening to seventy. I listened to seven the other day. I've listened to him before. There was no ads for like the first hour because he just took the old episode that didn't have many ads and just fucking fired that into the machine. I'm like, yes, there are hardly any ads here. I love this shit. I love you, Conrad. If you listen to the shows on YouTube, they put different ads or they don't put ads. They let the YouTube ads pay for the show. So what Mm. you do is with an ad blocker, you can circumvent all of their ads. So See, uh, see, these are the life hacks to get around Conrad because Conrad – if you're listening, you're not. I used to love your stuff. I would listen to those and I would play video games. Then I got involved with somebody and I lost a lot of time for that shit. However, mm-hmm. I still find that time yeah. for these things. But you got to stop yeah. having two-hour shows with you know 48 minutes of ads. Minutes. It's not even 48 minutes of ads, dude. It's like half of the show. And I respect his hustle and I'm all about your business and growing it and stuff like that. We are too. But you got to be able to Spread listen that to shit out. Yeah, man, you're overdoing it. Sorry. Just be like, sorry, I, you know, we got some ad space to sell, but I can't sell it on this show because it's a two-hour show. I've already got, you know, 30 minutes of ads. We'll put you on the next one. Now, I can't say he's a fan of ours, but I'm pretty sure he's aware of us or one of those people because there's an old episode of the show where he and Bruce are talking, and he goes, yeah, it's like those YouTube channels that just hate Disney. And I yes, was like, I heard that one before, and I immediately thought, oh, he's talking about us. Yeah, because – yeah, we've had crossover on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. A plug, plug. Darian217, thank you very much. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Johnny Bravo, hoo says, this worries me. Feels like uh, beating a dead horse. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I'm going to agree with you. Something that involved Dion, I don't know. Yeah, nay. And finally... TLJ Screwjob says, favorite trilogy, Sly Cooper or Jack and Daxter games, but movies, Lord of the Rings. All right, guys, so what's your favorite game trilogy and movie trilogy as we close out tonight's episode? The original God of War trilogy. I uh, will go with uh, game trilogy, Uncharted. Bio, Biohazard? Biohazard. Wait, that's Resident Evil. No, the um, 
Bioshock. Bioshock, thank you. Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock. Oh, let's see, Bioshock was really good. Jack and Dexter was better than Sly. Favorite game trilogy. I'm going to go with Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. I had a lot of fun with those games. Yeah. And um, as for Lord of the Rings, too fucking boring, man. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Just like three I mean, movies of, 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 of walking jewelry into a volcano. Yeah. It, it's like the people that say Grateful Dead are great musicians. It's like, yeah, no. I, I, if I buy an album, I want more than three songs that go for 38 minutes each and actually have six words in them. You know, I want I want more than that. Uh, Glade Riven, we did not forget to read the super chat about the uh, Parliament, the British Parliament in C-SPAN. Uh, thank you though for sending it in. Just wanted to let you know if you missed it. Um, what did we read about ten or fifteen minutes ago? Would you guys say something yeah. like that? And then um, to answer your question though about movie trilogy, it's tough because I can't say Indiana Jones because there's now five of those movies. Star Wars has nine, and I hate I don't and I Cornetto trilogy. I hate the fucking final movie though. I don't hate it as much though. But no, yeah, no, I, back I, to I the don't. I don't. I don't either. I I'm I'm okay with it. I I, I liked it. It was it was fine. It's not as oh. good as Fletch Lives, but you know what is? <laughs> you I mean... Fletch Lives, jeez. I don't even really like Fletch Lives that much. I just love the first one. First Fletch is great. The second yeah. one, yeah, yeah zippity doo Um, Back to the Future. That's why I'd go for movie trilogy. Yeah, Back to the Future because there's only three of those. Yeah, I'll go with John Wick since there's only Ooh. three of those out right now. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, but that's about to. The fourth one's coming, and so we can't really call it a trilogy anymore. Fair. Fuck it. All right. Uh, the Dollars trilogy is my favorite. There you go. That's a good one too. Locked in. They're never making another one of those. Sergio Leone died. Oh. Or not, not Leone. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyway, that's our show tonight, folks. It's been a very long episode. It's been a very fun episode, and I want to thank each and every one of you out there for joining us. Now, as you know, we put out a video yesterday, just a quick little short one, just to you know get the YouTube algorithm rolling, to get the, the dust off. I've written a video about Ghostbusters. I've written one about Netflix and the changing tides of entertainment. We are about to see a big shift in entertainment and communication, and it's Beyond just Elon Musk buying Twitter, a lot of things have been happening over the last few months that have really shifted the gears in this new direction we're going. This is the new uh, frontier post-COVID or whatever the hell you want to call it. But it's a it's a return to form in terms of the craziness that is the world. But there are some new things that are coming that I find very exciting. And so we're going to be talking about a lot of that here on the channel. Also, while you're at it, make sure you guys are going to back Wokebusters. We've been, we shared some pages earlier. I will uh, not press the button so we don't get demonetized on tonight's show. But I'm, gonna, I'm working on two new trailers as well as a, a couple of cool ways to promote the book. So you guys can get that uh, this summer, and we'll have more information in the coming days. Nick, would you like to tell everyone about uh, your surprise project or what you shot recently? Oh, yeah. I recently made a short film. Um, I'll probably be putting it on uh, Patreon or something here soon uh, whenever I can download it and you know get to Patreon. So, yeah, you guys will get to watch that um, yeah. and see what it, it is. It films a lot of butts. Dude butts. <laughs> Duts. It sounds like you're jealous. I know it's weird. Um, no. Just point it out there. Don't want people to start talking. <laughs> hey, Kendo, would you mind pulling up the Twitter poll before we go off air? Yeah, I could do that. Let's see. Nick, talk Thank about how you, you film a bunch of dudes' butts. Uh, it was just a project I was on. It's called Erecting a Monster. 
It's uh, it's it's a short film that my friend needed help shooting for Frankencon that happens uh, May fifteenth in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I'll be there for that. It's a one day convention, so yeah, should be fun. I know um, Joe, Bob, and Darcy are going to be there. I got a bunch of action figures for them to sign, and uh, uh, the casket the casket creatures are going to be there as well to uh, to rock out the whole night. So it should be interesting. Dude, they're yeah. um, that sounds like a fun time, and. All joking aside, I think the poster for what you're working on is awesome, and I still need to watch. Yeah, that footage. was yeah that that was done by by a, a, a friend in our in our group. He does he he he's on Fiverr and he does posters and things like that. He and you know uh, the director um, John asked him to do it, and, and that's what that's what came out. Nice. Well, you guys delivered a funny poster that definitely catches my attention every time I'm on social media. So I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I'm gonna try to put up the short. Um, Hopefully this weekend, uh, if I can, for sure. All right. I got a poll here. Yes. All right. With uh, 44 votes in and 21 hours and two minutes ago, because I fucked up and I did. I only said it for a day. Um, Dion, it isn't coming out, has 39%. And Jesse, it's coming out, has 61%. Well, so only go. 39% of people actually want Dion to win this bet. Or only 39% of people think Dion. Nobody thinks he has a chance. <laughs> no, no we, we're all pretty sure Dion's losing this bet. It's just a matter of whether or not you back our boy or you don't. He's my best friend, but I don't, I don't know how you're going to pull this one off, Dion. <laughs> no, he, yeah, I was going to say, unless James Cameron gets busted with a cabana boy or some kind of thing where he goes on Twitter, just has like a fucking go at some minority community. Um, Dion's losing this bet, but I, I back my friend. Hey man, hey, where it's 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 April gonna gonna be March soon. He's he's, he's got a few months left. He may do something nuts. We don't know. Yeah, We're going backwards. Yeah, apparently we are. May, May is around the corner, unless you know you're okay, in Samoa I I, land. I, <laughs> I can't tell time. It's midnight. Fuck, give him a break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Dion. Now, uh, Kendo, Dion, you guys ready to go? I yeah. yeah, um, yeah, send yeah, us yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, if yeah, you yeah, want to get in the contest. Yes, folks, join our contest. You can email us at worldclassbs at mail.com, and the headline will be Star Wars, and you can enter to win two free tickets to Star Wars Celebration May 24th through the 9th, something like that. But you can win it. Sorry, you can win it on the Saturday of that weekend. So get get on your computer, get on your phone, find a way to send an email, go to your local library if you have to. Send one in and join us live and in person next month. So from all of us here at World Class Bullshitters, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com.